Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And it is Tuesday, December 10th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A New Jersey produce company is recalling some of its cut fruit products in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, and Delaware for possible salmonella contamination after more than... 30 people got sick. New Jersey-based wholesaler Taylor Cut Produce recalled its fruit luau mix and other pre-cut fruit after 33 people in southeastern Pennsylvania became sick with salmonella. The recall is for the fruit mix and pre-cut honeydew, cantaloupe, and pineapple products dated between November 15th and December 1st, 2019. Taylor Cut Produce sells its products wholesale, and they are distributing uh, to institutions such as hospitals, restaurants, and schools, according to the Food and Drug Administration. So far, all cases have been at four healthcare facilities, according to the Pennsylvania Department of Health. Taylor Cut Produce has not had any other incidents or recalls in its 20 years of business, a company statement said. Salmonella usually lasts about a week uh, but can be more severe in children, the elderly, and people who have already compromised immune systems. According to the CDC, there have been 811 confirmed or suspected cases of salmonella across the United States since 1998. Uh, They are urging any facility using the pre-cut fruit to throw it away. Residents in Montgomery County uh, say they're able to rest a little easier after police arrested a man they say was terrorizing their apartment complex. Not only is he accused of peeping into the windows, police say he's behind the theft of thousands of dollars worth of valuables. 45-year-old Lamont Barrett is allegedly the man who has been stealing from the residents at the Metropolitan on Wynwood Road and other surrounding homes. Lower Marion Township Police arrested him. He allegedly stole about $20,000 worth of belongings from residents in Lower Marion Township, taking anything from high-end jewelry to kids boards games and clothes and even a doctor's stethoscope it's sort of nostalgic to hear peeping right yeah (laughs) the last time you heard of a peeper yeah police said that they uh, have other charges pending barrett is currently being held on ninety nine thousand dollars cash bail and has a preliminary hearing set for thursday police in new jersey have arrested a man they say was tossing snowballs with nails and screws inside of them onto the roadway from his vehicle what yes come on that's cheating where where has he been getting said snow uh I don't know, but I, the picture that I saw... Um, Is it FedExed in from another state? No, like maybe he's making them at home, freezing them, uh, and then taking them out to he's, this location. He's making to, like ice balls. To throw them. So listen, he's not throwing them at people. He's actually putting them on the roadway. Yeah, so yeah. people run over and get flat uh, tires right. and stuff. Okay. But um, I'm just... What is he getting? Like, is he going down to... Rita's, can I borrow some of your yeah, shaved yeah, ice? Before we shave some know. ice. Yeah. Or is it the delicious... I need uh, to make nail bowls to blow our tires. What's that? The dessert treat. What? The snowball. A dessert treat? Yeah. What do you mean? The, 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 who makes it? Oh, like a hostess snowball? Yeah. Like a marshmallow yeah, snowball? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Well, You've never heard of a snowball? I've, I've had I know what it is, yeah. but, I mean, that's an awful lot of trouble. I don't know. Okay, well, this guy's making fi- snow from <laughs> No, no. Not a yodel. Yeah. I said a snowball. Yeah. Authorities say 54-year-old Adrian. That's a ring ding. Sanchez of Clifton threw snowballs with close to 90 nails and screws from inside his Silver Ford Expedition on Nutley on December 6th. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to use Chocodiles. Yes. Right. Right, So this is North Jersey, by the way. Clifton is is way north.
North Jersey. All right. Okay, so, so maybe part snow. of that is snow. Add snow. Yeah. Or okay. that is local store carry snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> Police have been investigating multiple incidents of camouflage nails and screws wired together since August, and they are now looking into whether Sanchez might be behind those as well. He was charged with multiple counts of throwing debris from a vehicle, weapons possession, and violating of a restraining order, which is believed to be the reason for the alleged uh, incident with the screws. Police- so that's why he's putting the, uh, the road hazards out? Right. Is he looking for someone in particular? Uh, I don't know. Oh. They just said he's pissed about he's, a restraining order. Yeah, wow. Police say there are more than 20 instances in which either police or residents reported finding nails and screws at the intersection of Kingsland Street and Windsor, Windsor Place. Most were wired together in such a way that they stood upright guaranteeing that you would get a flat tire. It's actually kind of ingenious. If you're going to be a dick and you want to get somebody to do it, I mean, if if you throw a snowball, let's say it's it's a clear right. road, you, in your car, just for fun, you might, for target practice, go yeah, to run over. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, the, the dude's, uh, he, he sees, he knows that somebody's going to aim He's for a, that. A master snowball criminal. What so, an idiot. police believe Sanchez was frustrated with legal proceedings involving uh, a Windsor Place resident. Although throwing nails and screws in the road seems minor in comparison to many other crimes, it could have been extremely dangerous if someone had blown out a tire yeah. and crashed as a result. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Eagles the came back. The toilet's not usually in there, right? No. Okay, just kidding. Just switching it up, man. Just checking. All right, go ahead, Cass. The Stop. Eagles came back to beat the New York Giants in yeah. overtime last night in South Bay. All right. So you're telling me there's a chance. Eagles quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Orchestrated a pair of second-half touchdown drives to raise a 14-point halftime deficit and then found tight end Zach Ertz in the back of the end zone in overtime to lead the Eagles over the Giants 23-17. to With the win, the Eagles improved to 6-7 and seven and pulled into first-place tie with the Dallas Cowboys, who are also at 6-7. and seven. A rematch between the two teams is scheduled for Week 16 in Philadelphia. Up next... For the Birds, however, is a road game on Sunday in Washington against the Redskins. The Sixers, who have won two games in a row and 10 of their last 12, are still undefeated at home and playing in South Philly again tonight. The Sixers are in fourth place in the Eastern Conference, a game behind the Boston Celtics and a half a game behind the Miami Heat. Tonight, they play the Denver Nuggets and tip off for the nationally televised game is scheduled for 8 o'clock. And finally, the Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll travel to Colorado to play the Avalanche. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks a bunch, Kath. So uh, here we are, yes, on this uh, website. A warm Tuesday morning, and we have uh, many things that are set to go for today's program. Uh, the most important is that we reveal how your efforts turned out at the uh, Camp Out for Hunger last week. We do have the totals that are in. Everything has been tallied, and we will reveal uh, not only the amount that was raised, but also the prizes that were won, too, because we threw out these incentives out there. We've been doing it for ages. So many prizes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, well-deserved. Yep. So uh, we will get to that. I think Casey's right. We should do it around the Bizarre File, most likely. So we'll we'll get to that uh, late in the 7 o'clock early at- Eight, seven o'clock hour, early eight o'clock hour. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll pass that information along to you. We also uh, are going to have a stop by today for a meet and eat. Uh, Deets and Watson's Real Philly Deli, Campos Deli, is stopping yeah! by today, and they have brought with them some giveaways. So we'll have your chance to win some gift certificates. Good. Uh, for Campos, uh, we also have Christmas Miracle Passes because that is on the way. My God. A week from day after tomorrow, essentially. Yes. A week it's from a Thursday. Christmas yeah. Miracle. Yeah. 
So uh, we'll head to uh, Parks, the Excite Center, on stage once again. And loads and loads and loads and stuff uh, for you to win. The diehard listeners and fans of the Preston and Steve show. Yes, you're John McClain. Yeah, you're... You're a terrorist. Yeah, we test your knowledge of uh, of the program and what's happened over the past, well, uh, the, the last year and the last several years, actually. Yeah, and some uh, deep diving in those questions. If you know some stuff, it might uh, might win you some prizes that uh, you walk out of there happy about. So that's coming up. Well, you know what? I, I should get some people on board right now. The phones are going crazy. Uh, let's take callers 10, 11, and 12. At 215-263-WMMR. And we will add you to the list of Christmas Miracle. Two things. You have to be at least 21 years of age. It is a, con- a casino. You can, and, and the second thing, you can bring a friend, but your friend, your, your plus one, is not going to be eligible to be called up to be on stage. However, that doesn't mean that they will win something because we give away some prizes throughout uh, the morning. And part of that is with the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater uh, show that we have, we will be looking for some awesome sweaters to give prizes to. Yes. So make sure you wear something outrageous that particular morning. Keep that in mind. And listen, it starts like this time. Yeah. All right. So it's early. You got to be there early, but uh, we have a good time always. And that is at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. Uh, so these things and more are taking place today. Why don't we take a break? Come back in a second. Uh, a few entertainment things. Golden Globes were announced uh, late in our show yesterday. We didn't get a chance to touch on those yet, so we'll reveal some of that information. Stupid question we giveaways. Yep, it's up next. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so for the stupid question this morning, we have a $50 Star Restaurants gift card. You can keep that for yourself or give it to somebody as a holiday gift if you like. But here's the question that we have this morning. What planet in our solar system was originally called George? George. There was a planet in our solar system that was originally wow. planet George. It used to be a lot more informal back then. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, and let's see if you know the answer. It was called this for like 70 years. George. Right. Yep, planet George, yep. All right, uh, I'll go through some birthdays today. While we're waiting, your answer today is Tuesday, December 10th. It is actor Kenneth Branagh's birthday today. Great actor, great director. Yeah, stage guy, screen, he's done a bit of it all. He directed Thor, the first uh, movie. You know yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. He set the tone for Asgard. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, he's done some serious stuff, some lighter things, and he's uh, he's just a solid, uh, he's a presence when he's on stage. He's so 59 he, today. He plays sort of a faker in Harry Potter, right? Yeah, he's in the second one. Right. Yeah. He's, he's he, he comes off as an adventurer, right? He's a charlatan. Okay, yes. there you go. Yep. Uh, Susan Day, who was on uh, The Partridge Family and L.A. Law. You used to have a massive crush on her. Is uh, 67 years old today. Did we talk to Harry Hamlin about her? No. I don't think we did, no. Because I think they dated on the show. I mean, No, it was Jimmy Smith. Oh, you're right, you're and, right. And uh, she dated, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, there you go. That's her. You can hear her. The Partridge family. What instrument did she play? Or did she, she played uh, the piano in okay. the band. Keyboard, yeah. Yeah, which means she didn't play the piano in the band. Right, she just <laughs> pretended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we also have Raven Simone celebrating her birthday today. She's uh, so Raven. She is so Raven, isn't she? I'm watching she's back, it. right? Yeah, yeah we, we're, I, you know, it's, it's on my house. How does it compare lot. to the original one? Because I hear the, this iteration is more like Breaking Bad. Um, I, I never watched the original, okay. uh, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. She was always, I think, charismatic. I, yeah. I, I like her in the show. I, I enjoy the show. The funniest thing was when she was on The View, she literally looked like she'd stepped off a Klingon battle cruiser. <laughs> yeah, person. she wears she had these the most bizarre, big, outrageous outfits and stuff. What the yeah. hell is that? Um, but uh, she was, who was her character on uh, Cosby? Uh, she was Bill Cosby. No. Yeah. Hang on. Rudy was Rudy. the other she one that the they brought her brought in. Her Olivia? She was Olivia. the really Olivia. young one. Olivia, ah. that's it, yeah. Uh, so she's 34 years old today. Uh, celebrity chef Bobby Flay recently closed his burger joint here in uh, Philly. Who did I see him? He was actually, I think he was at this Sylvester. Was he at that Sylvester Stallone I know Guy Vietti was. Yeah, they had a moment. Um, I don't know, but anyway, he's, he's out and about a lot. I just saw him uh, at the Borgata. Mm-hmm. Was he at his own restaurant? Uh, yeah, they they did an event with all of the chefs from the Borgata who have restaurants there. Huh. And all of them were there, and uh, he was there. Nice guy. What's the Stallone thing, Steve? I so the, Stallone now has these uh, boxing viewing parties, like these pay per view parties. Preston, the lineup of guests: Al Pacino, Schwarzenegger, Frank Grillo, Brian Kalen. They go to his house. Okay, and and they're. And it's just the wildest collection of stand-ups that we... Bill Burr was at the last one. Yeah. And he, they're just all hanging out. I could see if you wanted to go. It'd be pretty cool to watch Boxing Max. With, with Stallone? With Rocky, yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you know, know who was there? Frank Stallone was not, not at this one, but the one just before it. Steve, the latest photo and the, the, what you're talking about, there's a the great photo of all these people. And then just hanging out of the background, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just hanging at the bar. Yeah, Guy Fieri, Chris Tilia. sitting next oh to God. sitting wow. next to Pacino is uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. There's uh, yeah, that's cool. That's, I like it. It's too much. Oh, and and uh, on the 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 back wall is that uh, that famous painting of Rocky and or it, it looks like it was is the same one Rocky and. Uh, and Apollo, you know, at the very That's end. That's right. Of- oh, yeah. That's when Rocky was in the Apollo mission. But it looks like anyway. <laughs> That's right, Rocky anyway. next to Apollo 11. Wait, hang on. Is Bill Burr the one that is in Bill Burr's not beard? in the picture. Oh, okay. In fact, they mentioned, I think, in the caption underneath, uh, Nick, that Bill Burr can't be seen in the picture. But he's there. Okay. Brian Callum was there. Yep. Yeah. He's well, always there. All right. I guess that's uh, why he doesn't come on our show. So Bobby Flay is 55. Uh, drummer Meg White of the White Stripes, former wife of uh, Jack White. You've cited her as as a personal muse when it comes to drumming. You correct? know, I really try to fashion my style after hers. <laughs> no, she's a minimal minimalist drummer, and uh, she probably did exactly what Jack told her to do on the yeah, drums. But, yeah, you know, that's fine. It worked. Hey, they they <laughs> they did very very well it's together. The same way Snooki is a minimalist actress. That's correct. She's uh, forty five today. And then the last birthday I saw is actress Nia Peoples. Peoples is Peoples. (laughs) I saw you ready to hit the button. I'm like, what is he going to have for Nia Peoples? Peoples is Peoples. I had a big time crush on her. When the movie North Shore came out. Oh, yeah. I just, I wanted to move to Hawaii. And live with Nia Peoples. And live with Nia Peoples, man. (laughs) Um, You know why? Why? Because Peoples is Peoples. Peoples is Peoples. Why? Uh, she was on Walker, Texas Ranger, too. I didn't yeah, know Walker that. told her she had AIDS. Yeah, she is. Well, he tells everybody they have AIDS. That's his greeting. Yeah. Hi, Bye. I'm Walker, Texas Ranger. You have AIDS. I do not. 
<laughs> She's 58 today. <laughs> All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What planet in our solar system was originally called George? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we are going to go to Mike and see if Mike knows. Hi, Mike. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys short. Thank you. <laughs> we short. We sure are. I appreciate that, brother. Hey, what planet? I thought you said planet Claire. No, not planet. What, what are you talking about? He's talking about, about the B fifty twos. He's got a couple things to say. Let the man have a lecture, Preston. I, I will. So, Preston. Do- <laughs> Just nine more. What's the name? What's the name of the planet? Mercury. No. No. We went all that way for nothing. You should have went with your first answer. answer. He knew Planet Claire. He knew all the other stuff. Sorry, Mike. What is Planet Claire? From the B fifty two song. Planet Claire. I don't even know that song. I love the B fifty two. Yeah. I don't know the song Planet Claire, so I miss that. Sorry, pal. Appreciate it, Mike. We're gonna go next to Dan. See if we can get the answer. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Is that some sort of Jewish thing? <laughs> I, need, I need that clip. Yeah, I, I, Marissa, when you get the chance. Uh, right. not that she has 50 million other things to do. Dan, do me a favor. What planet in our solar system was originally called George? Preston, would that be Uranus? It's Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Yep, you got it, Dan. Hang on the line. Uranus was uh, called George for about 70 years after its discovery in honor of King George III. Ah. All right. That is why they called it King George. And since you got that right, my man, we are going to set you up with a $50 Star Restaurants gift card. Light up their holiday with gift cards from Star Restaurants, redeemable at 37 Star Locations. It's a gift that everyone can enjoy. You burped, right? That was was, was, was was me. So, the 2020 Golden Globes nominations have been officially released and announced and all that good stuff. And Netflix is dominating the categories. A total of 34 nominations, by the way. Big year for Netflix. Yeah, they distributed three of the five films nominated for Best Dramatic Picture. Marriage Story, which has a total of six noms. The Irishman with five and The Two Popes with four. The original television programs, Unbelievable and The Crown, both have four nominations as well. Wait, which one's unbelievable? Uh, I have not seen it. I don't know, and I don't know Marriage Story either. Uh, I'm familiar with it. I haven't seen it. Did you see Case? No, 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 but it's, I mean... Uh, it's I, new. It's new. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, just came out recently. I, I didn't think it was out that long. Yeah. I think it's the one with uh, Adam Driver? Yeah, and yes. Scarlett Johansson. Scar Joe. Scar Joe. Yeah. But what's uh, unbelievable about? Uh, you know, I do not know, Case. Um, other film nominees include Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which appears... Not only in the best comedy film category, here we go, but features nominations for both Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Uh, Joker also picked up several nominations, including Best Actor for Joaquin Phoenix. Among the film nominations for Best Actress are big names like Scarlett Johansson, uh, Cynthia Cynthia Erivo, and Kate Blanchett. Is she a big name, Cynthia Erivo? Uh, is she the one who's playing Harriet Tubman? I have no idea. All right. Don't know. Uh, some notable snubs, though, include Robert De Niro and the Irishman. You got snubbed. Uh, the film Cats and the cast of Game of Thrones, except for Kit Harington, who was nominated for Best Actor in a Dramatic Series. Uh, the Golden Globes is set to air January 5th, 2020. That's ho- hosted by Ricky Gervais. I've got the full list. We can break down some of those later if you want to. And also uh, a, a lot of the big snubs. That was one of the big stories this year. That was actually, yeah, the, yeah. the big story with the amount of people who are looked over. So, you know, uh, the Irishman is De Niro in the movie. And uh, he doesn't get a nomination. He actually also produced it with Scorsese. Ah. 
I, I would like to see Leonardo win everything for uh, what he did in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think uh, it, it A, he was funny. B, he had some, I think, some really, really, and, and Nick Murphy and I were talking about this, um, like just interesting scenes where, you know, he's, Acting and he's like double acting in a scene. It's like Inception, you know, dream. You would double acting. (laughs) No, so he's acting as an actor. Yeah, yeah. I I know what you're saying. That's always hard. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing it. My wife watched it while we were away at camp out because we're supposed to watch it together. Oh, she's so sweet uh, like that. (laughs) Wait, seriously, you're supposed to watch it together and then? But it's okay. She told you. Well, my, my my. Brother-in-laws were over, so brothers. I would have pretended like I didn't see it, and been like, "Yeah, she's, sure." She's unflailing the eye. Is it uh, available for home consumption? Oh, yes. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, via what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah. What do you yeah. Know? All of a sudden, you're from Manitoba. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want. I don't even know what accent that is. I don't know. Arr, it's like an Irish pirate. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying I'm to do it today. Uh, I'm just I'll never forget the day the show went off the rails. <laughs> I started to do an Irish pirate. I instantly regretted it. My buddy Jeff, whenever he has to do an accent, he sounds like an Irish pirate. And as I look back on that day, I realized I could have made so many other choices. But Preston, you but can I do it on demand. With the result. You can get it on demand? Apple TV. That's all I needed all to know. That Sorry, yeah, I haven't looked yeah. into it as of yet. Preston seemed only interested in finding out how he could see the movie. <laughs> and not about pirates and accents and all sorts of things. Jeez. Well, uh, yesterday was a special day for the Douglas family as Kirk Douglas rang in his 103rd birthday, which I saw that yesterday. And his son Michael earned a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actor, TV Series, Musical, or Comedy for his role as Sandy Kaminsky in Netflix's The Kaminsky Method. So to celebrate, Michael, who is 75 years old, shared a sweet Instagram photo of his famous father and himself thanking the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for nominating him on the same day as Kirk's milestone birthday. It was so cool. They had a big celebration in mind. Uh, they wheeled uh, Kirk over to the window. And, oh. Uh, <laughs> and I can see trees. Uh, he wrote, what a great day. Thank you, HFPA, for the Golden Globes nomination and for making my dad proud on his 103rd birthday. Michael Douglas can do comedy, man. He's, yeah, he can. He's funny on that show. I, I enjoy the show. Michael won the Golden Globe last year for, last year for that role, uh, which has aired two seasons thus far. Uh, this year, he's pitted against Barry's Bill Hader, the politician's Ben Platt, uh, Living With Yourself's Paul Rudd, and uh, Rami's Rami Youssef. Uh, Michael commemorated his dad's birthday in another Instagram, uh, sharing a shot of him, giving Kirk a sweet kiss on the forehead. He wrote, happy birthday, Dad. You're a living legend, and your entire family sends you all the love in their hearts. And Catherine Zeta-Jones also post, uh, posted in honor of her father-in-law's birthday. So what do you yeah. think it is that biologically causes, is it simply gravity that causes uh, ears to get longer as you get older? It's got to be. It's well, gotta be, right? you, you lose the elasticity in your skin as well. Okay, that's, that's, that's part true. of it. So, isn't, uh, it, isn't it true, though, that your nose and your ears continue to grow? Like that you're, you know, most of your body stops, but that your nose and your, that's why. <laughs> I've never heard that. No, I, I I've just heard that. that. It's mainly skin, and that the, as you get older, your elasticity, that's why you have wrinkles. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it starts to go, and therefore things are going to sag and, and uh, stretch. But if you cut off your nose, it'll grow back twice as big. Yeah, that's exactly. Good. Yeah, so try that twice. Kath, I've heard it, and I mean, I'm but if that, if that were the case... Wouldn't Kirk Douglas's nose be gigantic? Yes. I mean, he's a hundred and some odd years old. Yeah, but old. there are so many older people whose I think what's nose ha- is huge. I think what's happening because the nose has basically cartilage in Correct. it, obviously. So 
Uh, I think what's happening as as is the face is sort of flattening out and you're rotting away. <laughs> no, yeah. I think your nose appears larger. Okay, so bones stop growing after puberty and muscle and fat cells also stop dividing. But cartilage, uh, that's the plastic-like stuff in your ears and your nose, uh, continues to grow until the day you die. Not only does cartilage grow, but Preston, like you said, it elongates because of gravity. There you okay. go. All right. So yeah, little, cartilage. A little bit of both of that. Bella Hadid is a fan of a sheer top. Uh, the model heated up Instagram with a seriously risque photo of her <laughs> posing on her most recent vacation in um, St. Bartholomew. Yes. St. Bart's. Uh, oh, St. Bart's. Okay. Yeah. I never knew that was Bartholomew. I thought yeah. it was Bartholomew. She was at the uh, Great Wolf Lodge there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the water slides Saint, are just Yeah, so Great much Wolf Lodge, St. Bart's. Bart. Uh, she struck a pose in an all-white look, including a sheer slinky halter. I always like that word, slinky. Yes, I'd like some potato skins. And uh, this led to an epic free nipple that has social media a buzz. A free yeah. nipple. It's pretty sexy. Um, I, I, she doesn't really do anything. Uh, this... Is that is that the movie she's working on, Nick? Free Ooh. nipple? Uh, free, yes, Six, the sequel to Free Willy. Free Willy, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Sheer uh, sheer material can be quite sexy on the, uh, on the right person. Uh, this isn't the first occasion of Bella going braless. Back in September, she wore another sheer top that wowed London Fashion Week. Wow. The uh, posting has, has been uh, wow. Uh, met with see your nipple. a lot of love and heart emojis from her fans. Isn't it amazing when you can post something like they can post an Instagram picture, whip out the nipple and get three million Likes. Casey posted a special fi- picture this morning. Yeah, sexy picture today. Did I was, you? I was, I was feeling a little naughty today, oh. Steve. It's, it is, it's um, awfully naughty. It's uh, yeah. So uh, go to my Instagram at Casey Boy Casey. Have All you right. seen it, Kathy? Yeah. Jesus no. Christ! Oh, you love it. <laughs> yeah, why? Listen, I ca- yeah. I walked in the middle of this photo <laughs> session this morning. This was. And like what did five? I say? I, I just go, what the F are you doing? <laughs> I have a new Delco t-shirt that I wanted to. Ew, why? <laughs> Isn't she sweet? <laughs> she is just like the sweetest. Look at the crotch area. It's nice. You, it's so hot. let's just confirm. You're not wearing pants, right? I'm not wearing pants. I am wearing underpants. All right, you got undies on? Yeah. No. Right, However, yeah. the uh, panties. I did notice the actual shirt itself, which says oh. Crick. Yeah. I love that. I didn't yeah. even notice it. Where'd you get that? <laughs> Uh, primitive tees. That's oh, a that's a great place. They're, they're, they're yeah. my Delco t-shirt outfitter. Kathy's <laughs> <laughs> got her stupid whim jewelry. Yeah. I got Delco t-shirt, t-shirt things. <laughs> and more than likely now, in our new Xfinity Lounge couch, has pubic hair on it. No. Someplace. No, he was... I shaved. <laughs> Dear God. Manscaped. I, yeah. I manscaped. Right, Kathy? Can you win a manscape with you your can. special thing? Can you, you tell can us about that? You can also look like this. Yeah, you too can yeah. look like Casey when you win Kathy's holiday gift giveaway for the Word of the Week prize. It's the Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0, a $50 value. That's so, pretty freaking good. Yep. All right. Anyway. Uh, Warner Brothers recently gave the world an exciting glimpse into the new Wonder Woman 1984 film, and star Gal Gadot is letting the world know how emotional the film had made her. Really? Uh, she opened up to E.T. saying, <laughs> I'm not an easy crier. Uh, I'm not the type of woman who watches commercials and cries, but I had such a strong reaction to this movie, and it caught me off guard. Did you, did you cry a lot? She said uh, that she goes on, uh, in to detail the specific moment that she felt so emotional. Uh, she said it was the very beginning of the film. All of a sudden, I wasn't Gal or Wonder Woman. I was a little girl from a suburb in Israel watching all by myself in the scene. 
And uh, that got her caught. I she got love her. to climb up your pants. <laughs> E.T., the uh, horny. Uh, hey, didn't E.T. Did e. come out in 84? Was it 83? 82, I think. Eight, oh, is it 82, that early? Yeah. Uh, Godot and her director, Patty Jenkins, debuted the trailer at Comic-Con in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The film opens on June 5th of 2020. Cannot wait for that one to come out. It looks really good. A couple of the sequences, the fight sequences, the one that everyone's talking about is she... she... Lasso's lightning. Yes. It's awesome. She actually swings from lightning bolts. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And then she's rocking some sort of uh, Valkyrie-type outfit at the end. You see that in the trailer? No, that yeah. I haven't seen yet. I'll have to check that out. Uh, Kanye West taking his religious-inspired work to a new level. On Sunday night, he presented his nativity-themed opera, Mary, on a barge at outdoor Miami Marine Stadium to close out the Art Basel, the huge art fair in Florida. His performance kicked off an hour late, likely due to logistics, because the stadium could only be reached by boat. For their performance, the choir was dressed in silver robes and silver face paint. It's really weird looking. It looked pictures of them. so weird. Uh, the performers acted out 12 biblical scenes during the show, and wow. the audience was given programs to help them follow along. Uh, the programs included sketches, titles, and some lyrics from the acts. Uh, Kanye narrated, narrated the whole thing, then came out in full face paint and the silver robe. He looked like a chubby robot. He did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was the, the Woody Allen movie? Uh, uh, Sleeper? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, looked, he looked like that. <laughs> Uh, Kim was not in attendance due to her busy schedule, but she did hit, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> hit the Art Basel scene earlier this week uh, wow. with her sisters, Courtney and Kendall. I, I, I can't come tonight. He, he, yes. walks, he walks out of the uh, you know the, the, the bedroom with the silver paint on. Yeah. Um, I, I can't make it tonight. Uh, yeah. I feel so bad. You think she's into all this? No. <laughs> I think she supports him, but I think right, uh, right. she doesn't want to. This Probably is a weird, been. dumb look. I saw him a, a few years ago. I'd never mm-hmm. seen him perform before, and he did the Made America Festival. How was it? Uh, interesting. Yeah. I, I'm not a Kanye fan, so I can't speak one way or another, you know, whether it was great or not. But um, he, he wore a helmet the whole time, and so- it was one of those reflecting helmets uh, where you couldn't see his face. And I guess it's performance art. And hey, it's, it's very much performance art. You know, fans seem to enjoy it. It's not for me, but, you know, to me, it just looked like uh, kind of an idiot with a helmet on. Was stage. this pre poopity scoop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. This was probably made in America three or four years ago. Okay. Uh, in response to an online tweet from a fan that asked why Kendall and Kylie are rarely on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, Chloe said that Kendall and Kylie have different contracts. They have different contracts. She said, Court, Kim, and I have an equal contract, and this question comes in the midst of some sisterly drama stemming from a recent episode. You know how sisters are. Yep. Uh, by the way, the next few stories are. I have very little information on these. Are uh, that's cool. It lets us fill in the blanks. Well, then, yeah, feel free to. Okay, because you're going to be able to. Uh, in response to a recent Twitter fan question asking how celebrities travel on planes, how do celebrities travel on planes? Chrissy Teigen answered in her typical candid style and said, "There is a terminal a mile from the airport that you can pay membership for. They do the same security privately and take you to the plane in a car." I know. I know. We saw her in an airport with John Legend. Remember that in St. Martin? Or yeah. Where? I remember right. seeing him. I don't remember seeing her. Yeah, was she, she at was... the table with him? Uh, I, they were walking away from us uh, towards the terminal. Was he uh, approachable and nice? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, he's a really nice person. I, I've yeah. encountered him a couple times. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, they have, there's an executive airport. They have them here as well, and, and uh, you know, like that's the, why you never see the Pope on your flight. A lot of times, the the, the pro teams, uh, the the sports teams, will fly out if uh, you know if deem if they need it. Hey, it's uh, the Pope. Hey, 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 hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. I just want to read my book. Uh, on a recent episode of the Rachel Ray Show, uh, Kate Hudson chats about her family life, motherhood in particular, and she mentioned that her 15-year-old son, Ryder, doesn't care about getting his license, saying, I don't know what it is about kids right now. They really don't care. I think maybe because Lyft and Uber. I've heard this uh, from a few people. Yeah. That it's become uh, the big drive to drive is not what it, when we were oh, kids. I told you. Oh, my God. It was... I. I Live for it. My oldest waited a year before he yeah. got his driver uh, uh, for his own, for whatever reason. You he know? just didn't. Yeah, it wasn't but, a big priority. So I had a conversation recently with somebody, and um, their kids just don't care. Like yeah. they they're they're not planning on getting a license, and now they live in the city, so it's much easier for yeah. them. But like they just have no intention of going to get a license anytime soon. Part of it, I mean, because. I know when uh, when when I was sixteen and so forth, it was the need to be with other people, to be with your friends. Uh, but now the uh, the ability to be with your friends and not be in the same room, yeah, is pretty damn easy via right. uh, you know FaceTiming or uh, on video games, social media, online, social yeah. media, all this stuff. You can interact. Mm-hmm. And not be in the same place at the same True. time. True. I think that might be part of it. It is part of it. Lyft um, and Uber and all that stuff as well. I guess, I mean, you know, but my kids never, ever, ever have used Lyft or Uber or anything like that. And still, we're not in a big hurry to get their driver's yeah. license. It was, you it's know. crazy, man. Yeah. I remember you, you, you would, it was like the Lion King. You'd hold your learner's permit over your head. Behold! I went on my birthday. I went... Yeah. I'm like, this is the day. Yeah, I am going to to get my license, man. And I it's important. Could or was. not wait. Yeah, and before that, it was my bike. The bike was everything. Yeah, just to get around. It I was... remember when I got my feet. Yeah, you remember that? Oh my god, they fit well. That they first were time. awesome. Nice. Uh, Josh Jamal is linked to a pageant star named Audra uh, Mari. Uh, the couple were first seen out in May during a Malibu date. Oh, wait. So he's not with Fergie? Correct. Oh, they've fully divorced, signed oh, off, okay. documentation taken care of, and they are no more. And these two were recently seen kissing in a Toronto airport. Kissing. And they're the same age, aren't they? Uh, no, she's 20 years younger than him. Oh. <laughs> 21 oh, really? years younger. Yeah. Uh, the news comes after Demal's recent split with Fergie. Uh, I think they might have been around the same age. They were closer, yeah. and I he's uh, he's dipped into the younger end of the pool. And... Uh, by the way, she was crowned Miss World American in 2016. No, no what did it? Well, what attracted him to her? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. It I like Josh Jamal, been. though. I, I I'll, I'll give him this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's concerned what I what I feel about his relationship. Yeah, actually, I, I'm, I'm, I just grabbed his Instagram, and it looks like he's got a cool new adventure series coming out. He jumps out of planes, he jumps off cliffs into uh, into the is, ocean. Uh, Nick, is he just simply trying to commit suicide? No, he, he oh. looks like it's a travel show oh. with Josh Jamal. I don't know where it's going to air, but um, it actually looks pretty impressive. All right, maybe we'll talk to him. Sometime he also got his up. sorry got his start uh, on All My Children. As well. Who were we talking about the other uh, day? We were talking about Amanda... Seyfried. Yes. Yep. That's right. Did you yeah. watch him on All My Children? I did, yes. So that's where you developed your first crush. I did. Okay. Yep. All right. 
Uh, Rene Ebergenois, a prolific actor best known for his roles on the television shows no. Benson and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. No. And his part in the 1970 film MASH, playing Father Mulcahy, has died. He was 79 oh. years old. He was a really good actor. He was great yeah. on Deep Space Nine. Do you remember him? I do remember, he, yeah. He, he, he could morph into anything. He had sort yep. of a, a rubbery-looking face. Yeah, uh, that yeah. is... Sad and uh, yeah, he he died Sunday at his home in Los Angeles of uh, metastatic lung cancer. Oh, oh. Uh, Renee had worked constantly as a character actor in several Golden Ages from the Dynamic Theater of the '60s, the Cinema Renaissance of the '70s, Prime Period for Network Television of the '80s and '90s. Damn! In the 1970s, he played Father Mulcahy on yep. uh, in the movie Mash. Uh, it was his first significant film role and the first of several for director Robert Altman. He was he was very funny. He was a, a good, serious actor, though. In the 1980s, he was Clayton Runnymede Endicott III, the hopelessly highbrow chief of staff at a governor's mansion on Benson. And, uh, of course, he played opposite Robert Guillaume. This is the theme to Deep Space Nine. <laughs> and for sci-fi fans of the 1990s and convention goers ever since, he was Odo, the shape-shifting chan- uh, changeling and head of space station security on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. In fact, George Takei had tweeted, Star Trek fans knew him as Odo from Deep Space Nine. We knew him as Rene. He was a wonderful, caring, and intelligent man. He shall be missed. When I look out the st- at the stars, I shall think of you, friend. Oh, that's yeah, nice. That's sad news, but yeah, nice. This is a great story. Um, more than 1,750 people headed to Disney World as part of the Gary Sinise Foundation's <sighs> program for Gold Star families, uh, the survivors of U.S. service members who've been killed. Uh, Sinise, of course, is a well-known advocate for veterans and an Emmy-winning actor. Uh, but the foundation hopes the five-day trip will make the holidays bright for the family. So o- almost 2,000 people he's taking to Disney. How that's great is he? Awesome. He's... And he would deflect all the praise because that's yeah. obviously the kind of person that he is. But he has been so committed to these causes and to veterans and to active military. And this thing, when you see the videos of the families going and they're, they're you know, given top flight uh accommodations and everything it's just it's awesome yeah i think this started after gump i think it, at, it that's kind of what got the ball rolling it for did him. Yeah. he'd always been he'd always been aware and it, it was a charitable guy but that kicked it into hyper gear yeah he, he really does walk the walk uh the new trailer from the film ghostbusters afterlife relocates the ghost hunting from urban new york city to a small town Ray family with connections to the original film must return to their roots. I watched the trailer, and you know the impression that I got from it, President, not just because of cast members. Uh-uh. It seems more Stranger Things. Yes. It, it seems less Ooh. comical and more, um, we found this old, this equipment that belonged to these parent investi- paranormal investigators, and we need it. Like, I love it. It's a little more right, Nick. Oh yeah, for sure. And then uh, what's his name's in it too? The kid that plays. Uh, oh yeah, Finn, uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, is this is is uh, Jason Reitman? Yeah, but so so uh, Aykroyd and, and Murray and all these guys are in this. So in the trailer, when you see them, I, I they appear to be in like newspaper clippings and things like that. Uh, and and I, I did you see any of them in the no, trailer? No, I'm sure they will show yeah. up. You know, I don't think they can do a third one without it. And it, so it's just sort of a continuation of the story. And it, I believe the daughter is Egon's daughter. Right now, this is a good idea. I, I like uh, I like the potential for something like this. Okay, so uh, the film arrives in theater summer 2020. Honey Boy director Alma Harel pointed out that the recent Golden Globes nominations 
Golden Gloves nominations. <laughs> Did I say gloves? I won it. Golden Gloves. I am yeah. so honored to receive this glove. <laughs> I know it's not a Golden Globe, but I'm not going to be all preoccupied with that. But still a glove. That's good. I've had like three or four of those in this segment that I've just kind of glanced over. So glove is the best. It's one of those days. You will hear it numerous times today. The mouth is not working. Anyhow, the glove nominations <laughs> failed to recognize any women in either of the director or screenwriter categories. In order to solve this issue, Harrell suggests uh, introducing gendered categories for writers and directors just as there are for actors and actresses. Uh, so that's just a suggestion. So. Yeah, it's a terrible suggestion. I mean, there people are actually trying to do away the with, other the, way. Uh, yeah, the with, with the actors and actresses. <laughs> yeah, the girls uh, yeah. Yeah. categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Simon Cowell is ready to sign a new deal with Britain's Got Talent in the midst of an NBC investigation around the culture of the workplace at America's Got Talent. Uh, a source says Cowell is finalizing talk for a new five-year segment, the longest deal he's ever done, or I'm sorry, five-year agreement, uh, the longest deal he's ever done with a British broadcaster. You know, the funny thing is, is really the most taxing part of his job is traveling because he does a couple of these shows. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. But otherwise, he's just sitting and looking at other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what he does. And then he says something snarky. And then the last story I have, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution accuses uh, the film. See, it's just, it's just <laughs> sloppy writing. It doesn't even say what film. There's nothing on here. Oh, my God. God, the, the the Clint Eastwood with the Richard Jewell movie. Okay, I can't that's Richard there's, no, there's no words on it. There is next to no words on good this line. thing. Good it. Is, it a, is that a for a good I'll line? write it and we'll do it live, all right? Somebody get my hair so I can go. And then we'll get my hair and I can go. What, Casey? Is that one up for a glove, too, or no? No, it's not. I, well, it might be up for a glove. I'm not 100% sure. Anyway. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution accuses the film, that's all it says here, yeah. of tarnishing their paper's legacy. Uh, this issue stems from the controversy around a character played by Olivia Wilde. We touched on this, who is portrayed as trading sex for information regarding Richard Jewell, the film's protagonist, as a suspect. Uh, so It's interesting. We'll see how you know, they they're hired... threatening them with a lawsuit. They hired Marty Seger, press to the newspaper. Did they really? They hired a dirty Marty Seger. Um, but, um, the people in the know of this story say the paper was definitely at fault in the way it went after Richard Jewell, whether this woman actually did, who's since passed away, this, uh, uh reporter who's been portrayed by Olivia Wilde, uh, that no one, I, I haven't heard anything confirming or denying that and she did And it's like one kind of throwaway line from what I understand in the movies. It so. is, yeah. But I think also they're going after this because it, in general, tarnishes the paper's image right. because of the way they went after Richard Jewell. It yep. did get uh, one Glove nomination, which was uh, oh. Best Supporting Actress, uh, Kathy Bates. Okay. Oh, there you go. Good luck she to her. Add another glove to her mantle? Yeah. Glove nomination. All right. Uh, clips. Dan Moody returns from London to spend the holidays with his dysfunctional family in the Moody's. In this clip, Jay Baruchel talks about the role Christmas has had in his life. For whatever combination of reasons, I have a uh, profound soft spot for any Christmas movies and all that kind of and Christmas specials. So it's like Christmas, Christmas is always a big deal in my household. I come by it pretty honestly because it's my mother's favorite day of the year. Uh, season finale of the Moody's airs tonight at fo- on Fox at 9 so That's a three-part... I guess it started while we were away at Camp Out, right? Yeah. A three-part series... 
Yeah, it's just a sort of a mini series. It's uh, on um, Fox. Did anybody watch any of it? No, I heard good things. I heard it was funny. It's like uh, Dennis Leary did that movie called The Ref. A right, few years where, ago. where he, he breaks into the house and there's the warring couple. Yeah. And it's during the holidays, it's a similar vibe, and I like Is all it? the actors. Yeah. Uh, so it's on tonight. Yeah. If you want to say it. All right, Mary. Here's the next one. <laughs> Mary, happy whatever showcases the craziness of holiday stress on the days before and after Christmas. And here, Ashley Tisdale. Ooh, I like her. Talks about how anyone can relate to the new comedy series. Here we go. I always feel like in a sitcom, the holiday episode is the best episode. So I felt like it was really cool that this was all about the holidays. And because there's so much that goes into it. And I feel this show is so relatable because everyone tries to have like a perfect holiday, but it never ends up perfect. I want to see you naked. Uh, The first season of Merry Happy Whatever is available on Netflix, and there you go. We need to have the uh, the annual conversation about uh, best Christmas episodes of, from series. Wow! Because um, like me, TV over the weekend they they do it, and I think they're going to continue to do it all the way through to till Christmas. Uh, they had their marathon. They had the Brady Bride's Christmas and all that stuff. <laughs> They're either incredibly, wonderfully cheesy or they're actually pretty touching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, and uh, there you go. That's what I have for you, Entertainment Report, this morning. Hey, we when we're done with the show today, we are out and about the gang. Uh, we will be at the brand-new Pottstown Xfinity store today for lunch. We're going to be there noon to 2. It's located at 310 Upland Square Drive, and uh, we're hoping you're going to come by because we'll have some prizes for you. Apparently... We will have some Sixers tickets, some Flyers tickets, some Xfinity prizes, apparently some concert tickets for you to win. And we'll be serving up lunch. Uh, It says for everyone who stops by, there will be a, it says here, a food trunk on site. Wow. Food trunk. trunk of food. Maybe maybe they'll have a glove uh, that Mm -hmm. you could have. Their their, their glove award that they won for best uh, on-site catering. And uh, the the food trunk is uh, Con Appetit. Con Appetit. Which is probably Bon Appetit. A food truck. Oh, it's an, okay, now I get it. It's probably food served in in a cone. I think I've been, I've seen those guys before. good stuff. They'll put pizza in a cone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's today from noon to two in Pottstown. Come Put my glove in this cone. And see the Preston and Steve show if you would today. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Don't forget the Camp Out for Hunger totals are in. We will reveal that information in less than an hour from now. We're going to do it as we get to the bizarre file. Uh, so uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly presents the return of Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Miller Lite, ugly sweater edition. Thursday morning, December 19th at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. A live broadcast. An audience of 250 super fans each out to prove their Preston and Steve IQ in a game show style throwdown. At stake, the best and biggest giveaways of the year with a pile of fabulous prizes from our favorite sponsors and advertisers. Listen to claim your spot in the studio audience. Details at WMMR.com. It's a Christmas miracle. From Parks Casino, what a night, and 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, I'd like to uh, pass along some information from a, uh, a friend of the show. Uh, a guy named uh, Mike Mogan. He is one of the engineers from the uh, Dirty Delco Engineers Group. Yeah, uh, from the Cardboard Classic. He said, "Hey, you know, he congratulated us, congratulated us in this email uh, for the Camp Out for Hunger." But he's like, "Oh, so your listeners are probably planning for the Cardboard Classic now that that's over." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he has an offer up. He said that um, 
uh, he apparently they've got a, a baby uh, due in December. Uh, so he's going to be, he's not going to be able to do Cardboard Classic this year. He's going to be a tad bit busy with the baby. Yes, that can preoccupy and him. And over the years past, they've done sleds like Preston's vasectomy. Yeah. Uh, the Delco sled, which was gigantic. Casey rode down on that one, <laughs> as you would imagine. Uh, but he said that I have five cardboard bases in my garage that yeah. were born to ride down that mountain. Said they can be easily manipulated to be used for any sled. So I'm hoping you can mention something on the air for teams that might be interested in taking them off my hands. The bases are six by eight. Wow. So with five of them, the sled can be 40 feet long. Yeah. Uh, So that's how he prepares. That's amazing that they sort of build the foundation and just have them ready. Yep. He said the Dirty Delco engineers have a Facebook page. So people can get in touch with me through that if they are interested. Thanks for your help and keep up the great work. That's from Mike. So once again, Dirty Delco Engineers. Type that into Facebook. And if you are interested in the Cardboard Classic and maybe getting a leg up, you can get in touch with them. Quick question. So the other the other guys in the in the group, are they not participating as well or are they? I think it's just him and one other guy. Just usually, him and one right? other guy. Okay. I, that's what I've always He's the lead guy. Yes. Yeah. So I guess so, Steve, or maybe they're breaking off and doing something else. But anyhow, he, uh, they're not going to be able to, available to do it. I think they missed last year, too, wasn't it? Or there was one year that they missed out. But anyhow, uh, we want to pass that information along. Wow. We'll see what's coming up with the Cardboard Classic. So uh, Jack Frost has new ownership. Yes. Uh, oh, really? I wonder if they know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah. They'll find out. Or just, not. just check the website for the videos. Yeah, we will have to, uh, we'll get you the dates when that stuff is officially in the books and yep. scheduled and ready to go. It is not as of yet. We always wait until after the first year before that stuff comes oh, together. It'd be cool if they could move to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, either earlier or whatever. You know, I have a, a wait, charity. we do it on Friday. I know. I'm yeah. saying, you know, we have a, I have a charity event on that specific, that night I've done that on Friday. Oh, do you really? It's Okay. I'll just die early. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, wanted to pass that information along. So uh, you know, obviously we're in a we're, we're how many days away from Christmas now? We're, Three. we're fifteen days. We're oh, two, yeah. essentially two weeks away from Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how are you guys doing on shopping? Haven't mm. started. You haven't started. <laughs> okay. No, because we're uh, we've adopted families, and then I'm coaching basketball. Yeah. And we adopted a family for that. So I've been. Shopping Busy. for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, the uh, the edict about going lighter on gifts this year it has taken with my wife and myself because we we uh, are doing a, tr- a trip. And it's sort of oh, a gift to, yeah, to ourselves. Nice, that's good. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do the uh, the universal thing. And that's a really, great present, too. But yeah, pulling out all the stops on that. So uh, there will be some peripheral things because, uh, honestly, at a certain point, you're like, the, the thing is, it, you have to admit, eventually... When you're just buying stuff to buy stuff, like I know stuff she wants and I'm going to get it and and that'll be fine. But I'm, I, I don't it's have so to fun. go nuclear crazy this year. I am. Uh, I've been told to not buy a present for my girlfriend. You can't. Uh, can't. Don't do that. <laughs> I um, don't do that. I'm very conflicted because she's adamant about it. Yeah. And, and she does not want any presents from anybody. Family, friends, uh, me, whatever. Um, I have some ideas. Uh, but Why doesn't she want anything? She well for the reasons that She's I think Jewish. Are, no, 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 no. She um she f- has found it to become a little too materialistic over the last few years, and okay. she just doesn't want to do presents anymore. And and I get that. What if also, you got her a trip? She wouldn't turn that down. Uh, that's true. Um, and and so maybe that's where we focus on it. But I I think that it's um it's become a bit of a financial burden for all the shopping she has to do for everybody else. Everybody else yeah. that could be honestly if that now I I love giving gifts and and that uh, more than receiving and a lot of times you know 
I know exactly what I want, you know, because it probably has a serial number and, and an extension cord attached because it's, it, you know, it's all digital stuff and, and gizmos and all that. So I, I get it. But um, a lot of times I'm just presenting my wife with, here's the serial number, here's where you can get it. And at that point, I could just get it myself. I know. Here's Did the deal with, with, the- with giving gifts. I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. Kath. And, and I, I, I think giving gifts is great. And, and if I, here's my issue with it. It's the finding the gifts to give to someone that I have a hard time with. If it- I don't, and I've told my wife, I'm just, I'm not good at thinking about what other people want i'm just not good at it and it places a, it a burden on you now now you 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 i know you've gotten great gifts that she loves. once i do find something i'm like man i can't wait to, to give this to somebody. <laughs> a lot of but it's, it's coming across that idea is difficult for me say if money is expended on a gift that you don't use and 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 that and that it's something <laughs> and you could, could be used but let's say you, i don't know you got some sort of like beer apparatus to make your beer <laughs> That was clearly something you're never gonna use. Yeah, that um, was a cool gift. <laughs> it was, but you got a bed bath me on, right? Yeah. But, yes. <laughs> but that said, no, it, it's it's no, a just... like there are a couple things from last Christmas where I found myself, you know, uh, why we've used it for a little bit and doesn't use it anymore. So we figured we'd talk. That's we do, everything, though. We, we that's do everything yeah. in we life. We do the gifts. I try to give, like, yeah. you know, I try to give stuff that's going to, and I have a good list running right now. I, I asked you about some stuff yesterday. Remember when I came in here? That's the way I'm going to go. More lifestyle stuff that I think she's going to enjoy. Wait, real I, quick, though. Did you see that Black Friday was, like, one of the biggest um, in in history? I was surprised. We went out, and, and I, I went to go do some shopping for other what? than other than uh, holiday shopping. And I'm like, we pulled up to uh, the hardware store, and I'm like, oh my god, I forgot that it was Black Friday. Yeah, and yeah people were out in droves. People at least were what out. I had they, experienced. And actually, the they said, I mean, just locally in our area, the Plymouth Meeting Mall was up something like forty eight percent. Yeah, I, I want to see that. Um, that particular mall have a resurgence because it is really nice inside. It's yeah. also yeah. jobs. Yeah. It's people working in these places, and it, it's wonderful to hear yeah. that. Uh, Nick, I had uh, uh, an agreement with my wife a couple of years ago. Um, it was the year where um, you started to swing. Christmas Eve was on a Sunday, and I was sitting on the couch watching the Eagles play, and I had a moment of panic. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't get anything. I want to be able and to I, give and I something. Got, I got up out of my chair and Wallet I said, hey, I, no, I got her some jewelry. Okay. You know, I, I ran to, uh, the, you know, a jewelry store not far from our house. Hey, Benari Jewelers. So, you know, they advertise with the station. I can say it. Um, but I, I, I panicked. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't get anything like you, you a-hole. And I was like, I got to go to Acme real quick because <laughs> Acme's right next to it. And I ran and I got it. And I'm so glad that I did because guess what? She got me something. Yeah. Now, she didn't get me, like, jewelry or anything like that, but, like... Get something. The flip side... Do not... Whatever the deal, as I've said, we've said ever since the show began, the deal is a lie. You're being played. One or two things I think is fine. But the flip side of it for me is that I also don't really want anything. I don't like stuff. I don't need things. And so I'm okay with not receiving anything. The only other person I really like shopping for is my son, and uh, I have some ideas for him, so I'm cool with that. I don't want stuff unless it's very large TVs. Right. Well, otherwise, I'm a simple man who just wants very mm-hmm. large television. Yeah. Nick, that's got to be really hard for you because you, now you have to coordinate with your ex-wife about, okay, well, 
what is Santa bringing to your house, and then what will right. Santa bring to our house? You yeah, gotta make but, sure that you guys don't like double up on we, things and stuff like we that. We talk about that kind of yeah, stuff, so yeah. it's not it's not that difficult. And shopping for my son is fun. <laughs> I went to Home Depot quite a bit over the weekend, Steve, because I was uh, putting up Christmas lights. I noticed I hadn't done that in a little while, and I came across a few things that I would like Santa to bring me. Disgusting. Uh, no, <laughs> oh, you mean you bought them? Yeah, I bought them. No, I'm I didn't. Sorry, I, yeah. I didn't come across them. <laughs> Jesus, right. they would kick I me wow. Someone really has the My Christmas God. spirit. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't pick up on it. It's okay. snowing in here, guys. <laughs> um, but I saw, and I was like, do I, do I send pictures? <laughs> I came across all these things. Just keep going. I had to keep coming back as I ran out <laughs> of lights. Let me go out yeah. to the car. Um, but I saw an impact driver, a DeWalt impact driver. I saw a nail gun. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know oh, if I'll ever. Yeah. I don't know if I need these. Or, or if I'll ever use them. It doesn't matter. But What's I, an impact driver? It's like a, you know, like, like a, a screwdriver, like drill. Okay. But it's a hammer drill. But it's you make better. Okay. I picked up uh, an idea from you guys a few years ago, and uh, I have on my uh, on my phone a notes folder where I add to gift ideas throughout the year. So I have an entire year's worth of gift ideas to buy. So I'm sure that there's something in there that I can get. I just, uh, I don't know if I should or not. Do you hear, I would say I yes. And to Kathy's yes. point, you guys love to travel together. You love right. to hike together. If you could do something that might make um, your travel a little better. Like, I, I mean, if I... That's a good no idea. No one's listening. Right. Yeah. But if you could get like a, like a like a membership maybe in one of the airport clubs, oh. you know, like oh. something like that so that you can go in, you know. Yeah, she's not listening. Yeah. Is so. she listening? <laughs> she doesn't she didn't test me yet. So yeah. she's good. So, I, so. Or something like, I mean, she's a painter, so get the paints get that she brush. uses or the canvas or, yeah, huh? just something get to Get her have. a brush. That is great. She probably you doesn't have a brush. You can put this in paint and you rub it on the things that <laughs> yes. you, yeah, those but, big rectangular <laughs> things and make pictures. Get her a roller. Yeah. Look it. No, but listen, it's something that she doesn't have to spend money on that she's going to buy anyway. Wait, wait. I want to get her a smock. Give her one of your old shirts. Old shirts, yes. That was the backwards. best. Wear this backwards, honey. You Look, know the kids I love don't you have so much. I'm not using it. <laughs> kids don't have smocks anymore. That's yeah, a shame. they do. That, well, How come your smock has cigarette burns in it? It's one of my dad's old shirts. Is that a soup stain? <laughs> Preston, I have sent uh, ideas what? to your wife about what she, I think she should get you for Christmas. Really? Yeah, because okay. I, I think about you guys all year long. And uh, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'll get Preston for Pollyanna That's or whatever. Weird. Yeah. So Casey, I, I was thinking about you. I was in the store coming across things. <laughs> Casey was just here. Oh, here's uh, an idea. I could get her a Peloton bike and tell her she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> so I got... I'll tell you this. Uh, again, they don't have, they don't advertise, so, but but my wife was thrilled when she got it, and uh, you know uh, I did get her one, and then they they're pretty cool, you know. So yeah. uh, if and, your and wife is also a rail, so you don't have to worry about her. She's 111 pounds. She's yeah, fat. Uh, th- to me, that's always. Hey, give me a vacuum. My wife goes, give me a garage door. Oh, that's that's so beautiful. When we have the garage door wrapped under the tree. Oh, no. see, I don't care about that stuff. I like that stuff. Yeah, the garage yeah. door. Yeah, Rochelle's the same way. Like appliances and stuff like that. She's cool with them. Like, great. Love it. I love, love a new that. garage yeah. door. If you yep. want to get me one, that's fine. Sure, yeah. Yep. You just have to use it at my I house. can put the garage door opener, <laughs> and uh, I'm an expert at that. So. Oh, by the way, the National, National Retail Federation conducted its annual survey this year and found the, the average American plans to spend $659 on gift for loved ones. Uh, but that's not really an exact measure, considering that people make different amounts of income. The Economist says the typical family spends about one percent of its annual take-home pay on gifts. So, figure that 
uh, out to avoid if you're breaking the bank. Wait, what? Wait, say that again. What? One percent of your annual take-home pay. Wow. On gifts or what? The, what okay. they say that uh, the the typical uh, family spends around the holidays. So yeah, I, I, there there is a lot to be said for um, y- you know being realistic about what you want to get for someone, so that you're not simply. The concept of simply buying things to have a gift to give doesn't make any sense. You know, I think people, when I believe there's been some thought behind something that somebody gave to me or a little bit of something that makes it nicer, I'm always, it's always wonderful to receive gifts. It's it's more fun to to give them. But, um, you know, there's probably a lot of money wasted. You know, that's why those post-holiday things where you sort of do the, what do they call that case where you, you have the, uh, the, the post Christmas or the exchange or the oh uh, yeah like the no those swap are out the stuff best you don't want because right. you also go shopping after Christmas and everything is on sale <laughs> right we get to go shopping after Christmas <laughs> well if you do the event after Christmas you're not gonna go before wait a minute so meaning you don't exchange gifts on Christmas he's talking about like a like a Pollyanna or like a gift exchange if yeah. you do that after Christmas. Yeah, you. Why would you buy something at full price when you can get it I was for sixty percent off a few I, days after? I thought you meant it was exchanging gifts that you got that you didn't like. I like where she's more. going, but I was. Oh, I was, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this Wait, is what do you something mean? that you were given. You gave it, and you're you, not really going to use. Bringing right, oh, bring, taking it back. Well, no, no. You meet for a party, right. and you do a gift swap. Oh, of, I've I'll never take done that. You're actually okay. regifting something that you got. Oh, I've never. But done everybody's that. Okay. under. Everybody has the understanding that they're all bringing something. Right. For some reason, it's not necessarily. A bad gift, just one that's not private. You're not going to you, yeah. But somebody else might like. That's a great idea. Aunt Martha, I use anal beads. Sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're saying about one percent. That's interesting of your uh, of your take home pay uh, to uh, uh, to spend on others uh, total uh, this holiday season. Is there a hot toy this year? Yes. What is it? Uh, a gum. Okay. No, I, I don't. The <laughs> I list don't came out, Preston. You had the list. The list came out a while back, and yeah. there was a one hot toy. It, but you know what? It, though it's, it's not the same as, as, as yeah, it's the same as last year. Like where okay. where there's like one thing that is selling out, and people are trying to get it. Like I think a few years ago, what were the uh, the Hatchimals? Yeah. You know where there was that where it was selling out, and you you couldn't get it, and people were waiting in line. There's nothing last year. There wasn't anything like that, and I don't think there is this year either. There, uh, yeah. No, I haven't seen the 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 brawls that you usually see over a particular toy in stores i also think online buying has eliminated a lot of that not uh, unless you want to wrestle with your mailman i doubt this is going to be a hot item but it does go into the spirit of the holiday uh there is a video game studio called uh simula m that has put out a trailer and i've not seen it yet it's a new first person simulation game called i am jesus christ i did watch a little bit of it and it casts players as jesus himself Either the animation is really good or it looks like live action. Really? Yeah, so so I, I think it's actual live action. I don't know. It looks like an actual filmed. These are like, you know, the way you used to do video games years ago where they would film segments and then your whatever you chose would influence the outcome of the oh, game. Okay. So I, I saw one where Jesus happens upon a uh, an old, I guess, a blind woman and you see hands go out. <laughs> And you can perform a miracle on. Well, it says here, as Christ, players do things like heal the sick, casting out sick. demons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He looks <laughs> sick. <laughs> Where are my apostles? Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you look sick. <laughs> You're an old beggar woman. You're sick. <laughs> Just stay right here. I got to go to the gym. <laughs> Jesus works out. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's how I stay. How they keep from getting sick. Uh, so as but Christ, you're the son of God. As Christ, uh, players do things like heal the sick. I heal the sick. Uh, <laughs> casting out demons. Cast out demons. Uh, making food multiply. You take, cane, you take care of angels and seraphim. And uh, calming the seas. I calm the seas. And it even <laughs> carries it uh, through to dying on the cross. Huh? As well. Uh, yeah, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking pretty ripped, though, Jesus. Thanks. Uh, the game description says, Become I was Jesus. doing crunches when I was hanging on the cross. <laughs> you can do leg lifts. Still leg raise. Right before they put. Hey, yeah. keep that loose. Yeah. <laughs> keep the one through my feet loose. For leg lifts? Yeah. <laughs> this is if we're Matt Cowper were yes. Yes. Jesus. Jesus, and anybody yeah. can be Jesus in right. this game. You can be Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the game description says, become Jesus Christ, the famous man on earth in, his highly realistic, in this highly realistic simulation game. Thanks for joining me for this last supper. It's, <laughs> it's going to be metrics, bars, <laughs> milk, chicken, muscle milk, muscle milk. <laughs> That's a cup of muscle. <laughs> Who wants more? Be careful. It makes you fart. Does it? It does. Oh. Uh, it says, have you ever wanted to, wondered, wondered to be like him? Okay. <laughs> or wanted. It says, one of the most privileged and powerful people in the world. Wow. I, yeah. I would even say the son of God. Uh, yes, right? <laughs> right, exactly. You must be one of the most privileged people in the, on the planet. Yeah. And also the son of the creator of the universe. It's an interesting concept for a game. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you are so moved and you kind of want to experience it, yeah. and that's what video games do. Is it sacrilegious at all? I, I'm... I bet you there are some who think it is. I bet you there are others know. who think it's a wonderful thing. I'd like to see a Moses game, man. Moses was like That'd the rock sick. star yeah. of the biblical figures. It'd be yeah. pretty badass. Fighting people with the staffs, parting the seas. Turn your staff into a serpent. Yeah, you could turn your staff (laughs) Staff into into a serpent. serpent. (laughs) Uh, Nick, I don't... I mean, they have people playing Jesus in, like, um, passion plays and stuff like that. Right. So I don't know why this would be any different. It doesn't seem it. I just didn't know if people would take an issue with it. I'm sure people will. It depends on how the game... Yes, it depends on how the game is executed. Anything like this, there's somebody... But but if if it is... If it... I always love this stuff, you well, yeah. know. It, 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 it's kind of an interesting thing. The top one? Yeah, what does that mean? Is he, uh, as you've been working oh, out? swole. It yeah. says, is Jesus swole? Completely swole. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, my traps. He was bulking up so he could shred down, right? Absolutely. You bulk up and then you cut. <laughs> cut weight. A lot of protein. So, got some news for everyone. This is going to be half the loaves of bread. It's too much carbs. <laughs> We're cut. But I'm going to double up on the fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sermon on the mount. <laughs> sermon on the mount. Oh my goodness! That's wow. some good news and some bad news for everyone. Uh, a, I'm going to give you the Lord's prayer. That's cool. <laughs> but only half the bread, double the fish. Some cut weight. You got to look small. Got to look small. Wow. Done deal. So yeah, so if, if Matt Cowper wanted to be Jesus, he could play this game. And so maybe Pontius Pilate would pick me. <laughs> could be something. <laughs> it's from a video game studio called Simula M. M, by the way, M. God, I can't speak today. Okay. Simula M. Uh, so I don't know when that's coming out, but they've released a trailer. September. Yep, <laughs> that's when it is. All right, uh, you know what? I would like to take a break because we do have some important information to pass along to you. We're going to do that. Um, 
right before we get into the bizarre file, I believe, or maybe after one one or the other. But it's going to be in the next segment, uh, and it's the totals from the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, you guys absolutely kicked ass, and we're excited to uh, pass that info along to you. Case, I'm going to skip this giveaway, okay? Because I notice I have a lot of these, okay? Uh, so I'm going to give this away now. Our Preston and Steve. Christmas Miracle is coming up on the 19th. We will be at the one and only Parks Casino in the Excite Center in Ben Salem. And we'll be broadcasting live if you're at least 21 years of age. And listen, you got to know the Preston and Steve show or you don't have a chance to win. It's a trivia-based contest all morning long. Yeah. And a chance to win some big prizes. So I tell you what, we will take seven callers. Seven. At 215-263-WMMR right now. And put you on that list. Keep in mind, you need to be there early. You can bring a plus one, but that person will not be eligible for the game. Only you, the big Preston and Steve fan, will be. They can throw in stuff. That's right. 215-263-WMMR. Seven callers. Like the seven mountains of Rome. Seven hills. We'll take a break and be right back. Stay with us. 2020 is just around the corner, and two rock monsters are hitting the road for a co-headlining stadium tour. Motley Crue and Def Leppard with special guests Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Saturday, August 15th at Citizens Bank Park. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Click WMMR.com for complete details, including a pre-sale password and link. The Crew, Def Lap, Poison, Joan Jett, The Stadium Tour. One night outdoors at the ballpark. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. So we're going to do the bizarre file, and then we're going to reveal the details of this year's Camp Out for Hunger. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by HERS. Introducing HERS new mini cheese puffs. Sure, they're mini, but they taste anything but tiny. Cheesy, mini, delicious. HERS forever good. Well, a Kentucky judge has been accused of turning her chambers into a glorified frat house, having a threesome with staffers and allowing employees to get drunk on the job, all while abusing her power to win re-election. The judge, Dawn Gentry, was hit with nine charges by the state's Judicial Conduct Commission on Wednesday related to the Animal House antics. Oh, you can't do that, right? Yeah, the trouble started when Gentry hired her band's guitar player, Stephen Penrose, uh, Gentry and Pemrose, a former pastor, by the way, proceeded to use the courthouse like a swingers club. Investigators allege the pair had said that a um, the pair allegedly check your briefs. They had a threesome with uh, Gentry's secretary, Laura Aubrey. Uh, the judge, who served on a panel to help abuse children, also tried to seduce another member of the panel, Catherine Schultz, into having a second threesome. I mean, they're busy. Gentry flirted with Schultz on Snapchat and urged her to seduce her husband into having a threesome with the judge and Penrose. Ask me where my gavel is. Schultz then quit a panel that Gentry appointed her to. Penrose also annoyed colleagues by jamming on his guitar in a courthouse office provided to him by the judge. Some employees also allegedly drank and stored liquor in the courthouse. Wow. But Gentry was not so lenient with those who did not support her re-election campaign. Some staffers told investigators that they were fired for not donating to the run. 
while others were hired after they doled out some cash. I think this puts her law career in jeopardy. Uh, the judge faces a disciplinary hearing. Gentry has denied most of the charges against her. Firefighters say nothing threatening was found in a Columbus garage. According to firefighters, a man had called and reported that he received what he called RF burns while building some sort of, quote, quantum physics generator in a garage. Are those rat farts? The man (laughs) used words like particle accelerator, alpha rays, and radiation while describing how he was burned. Responding paramedics didn't see any physical signs of burns. The name is Doc Brown. Since radiation was mentioned, firefighters assumed the worst and evacuated 40 nearby homes as a precaution. Hazmat crews then checked the area for radiation. The bomb squad evaluated a device in the garage and uh, and found no threat. Firefighters then brought in experts on electrical and radio devices. They determined it was a collection of things. Uh Uh, One minor injury was reported. A firefighter sprained his ankle. (laughs) Well, you downgraded from radiation burns to a sprained ankle. Apparently, this guy had some issues, but they had to evacuate evacuate 40 nearby homes while they took him to the hospital for a mental evaluation. Just the kind of neighbor you love. Yeah. A woman is facing multiple felony charges after an incident at an indoor trampoline park. Prosecutors say uh, Davian Stewart left her children, ages 5 and 1, unattended, at Get Air Trampoline Park for over a half hour. So it was a one-year-old yeah. with a five-year-old. A manager then called police who contacted the Department of Child Services. Stewart later admitted to police she left the children alone. Two days later, investigators said Stewart returned to the Get Air uh, location and punched the manager in the face. <laughs> uh, the manager said the woman came up to her at the front desk and said, thanks for calling CPS, and then fractured bones in the manager's oh nose. Oh, my God. Yeah. The manager claimed that everything went black once she was struck. Stewart now faces charges of neglect and uh, uh, neglect of a dependent and battery, resulting in serious bodily injury. Uh, I she, bet on any other day she's a great mom. Uh, she was arrested two <laughs> days later, which led to further charges of resisting arrest and intimidation. So, you know, walk right in and punch him in the face. That seemed like the thing to do at the time. All right, here's a follow-up story. I uh, remember I had this at the B file, the banana duct tape to the wall, which yes. sold for over $120,000 on behalf of a renowned artist, is now in the belly of another man, but apparently it's no big deal. The performance artist David Datuna uh, took the bold step this past Saturday and ate the super expensive Musa plant down at the Art Basel Gallery in Miami, which an art collector in France recently bought for a whopping $120,000. Uh, that was by artist Maurizio Catalan. Now, Datuna literally walked up, and there's video of him. Yeah, yeah. He stripped the uh, uh, the brown aging banana from the wall that it was taped to, peeled it open, and in front of lots of shocked onlookers, uh, just ate it. Yeah. And uh, on Instagram, he called his performance Hungry Artist. It was performance art that he was doing. Oh. And posted some aftermath footage of what happens to, in, to the gallery personnel, sitting him down to take his information. Based on what we can tell, it's a no-no to do that banana is not supposed to be tampered with, although the fruit itself is allowed to be replaced on a continuous basis as needed. Okay, so that's worth 120 grand. Nick, you put on an art exhibition every day yeah. when you have your banana. I'd mm-hmm. like some money. All right, I think Chose owes you some money. I'll, I'll donate it to, uh, to Phil Abundance. There you go. The French art collector owns the idea of the art piece, huh. so whether the banana itself sticks around or not doesn't affect its value. She still has the certificate of authenticity, 
So she's still got $120,000 worth of banana art to her name. Well, I think the artist is a, air quotes, jerk off, <laughs> and this is a waste of money. Uh, but anyhow, the, the performance artist who ate it said he would have done it sooner, but he wasn't hungry until then. That's the follow-up to that, but yes. The world of avant-garde art and performance art. Exactly. All right, whether you consider this art or not, I don't know, but uh, a man named Brock McLaughlin (laughs) posted on Twitter Wednesday that he got a tattoo of Baby Yoda sipping a White Claw. The man from Toronto, this is, you know, one of those seltzer water things. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Alcoholic seltzer waters. The man from Toronto captioned the image of the tattoo with ain't no laws when Baby Yoda drinking claws. (laughs) To end 2019, I got a tattoo of Baby Yoda drinking White Claw. Enjoy, baby. I love Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian. His tweet was liked over 30,000 times at the time of the writing and retweeted more than 5,000 times. Many expressed that they love the tattoo and White Claw Hard Seltzer tweeted back, Truly wonderful this tattoo is. (laughs) Yep. Why not? Might regret it one day. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. All right, so uh, on Friday, we wrapped up a uh, week-long broadcast at uh, Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center parking lot for Camp Out for Hunger year number 22, and uh, we had a great time, and uh, we had, <clears throat> we had um, you know, a huge turnout, lots of people, loads of support. It was a wonderful week. New location by yards from where we were before. So just a couple of uh, things that we adjusted to. Yeah. From day one though, Preston, I think you and I, and we never do this. We never place goals. We, you know, we just go for it and see what will happen. Uh, I think you you and I noticed that there was, uh, there was something in the air that there, that represented an extra zeal and an extra level of generosity. Yeah. The hope is, is that we can surpass the year before. Yeah. Uh, and I never really put a number on anything. This year, however, I did have a number in mind. Uh, we didn't talk about it no. at all, so I don't know what you guys had in mind, but I did have a number uh, in mind <clears throat> and um, would have been really excited if we would have hit that number. But um, I know that, you know what, I didn't really jot any notes down. I don't have anything planned here to say. Uh, we did a lot of thank yous. Would it be easier for you to sing it? Um, this <laughs> moment. No. <laughs> Uh, I know we did a lot of thank yous from the Camp Out for Hunger on Friday as we wrap things up. But, uh, you know, there, there are loads of people to to thank. And, and we, we will continue to as, you know, the year goes on. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll always remember, oh, yeah, remember that person and this guy and so-and-so. And, and uh, the memories will start to pop up. And there's, there's a lot compacted in the course of five days, and we get really, really tied up and busy, and, and then we're exhausted after. It's a whirlwind, and we had so much that was going on in the afternoons of every day as well, not only the morning broadcast, but then everybody, the, the other, uh, you know, Pierre and Jackson and Jackie and everybody showing up to uh, to keep everything going. It it sort of flew by, was my perception. Was yeah. that was that yours as well? Yeah, very yeah. much so. Absolutely. Uh, but we got numbers here, folks. All right? All right. Ready to reveal this stuff? Uh, for your efforts, friends, we want to say thank you, and uh, I think you're going to be pleasant, or you're going to be very, very happy uh, with the numbers that have come in. So just to give some perspective, last year, the Camp Out for Hunger 2018, a whopping 1.8 million pounds of food uh, was collected, and that's 913 tons of food. This year, the Camp Out for hun- Hunger... Let me say that again. This year, the Camp Out for Hunger, you managed to raise, listen to this, over 
2.6 million pounds of food. Unbelievable. That went so far past Stratus. What I was hoping for. 2.6 million. That's 1,339 plus tons of food. I don't even know how many tractor trailers that fills. Uh, I, I My brain isn't powerful enough. 2.6 million pounds. That's almost a million pounds more than last year. Oh, my God. And so the number that I had in mind was 2 million. 2 million. Was to get to, get to 2 million would have been... Awesome. And to go well past that, I mean, way past that 2.6 million pounds of food. In one year, we're now within striking distance of 3 million pounds. Oh, my God. And that's not all. Not only did you bring out food, you brought out cash, and we raised $200,000 to go along with 2.6 million pounds of food. And that's going to buy a lot of much-needed supplies and more food uh, for Philabund. So it's just an astronomical number. So congratulations, everybody, each and every person. So from the and from every person and from people that have donated over the years and newbies, people coming by and saying, I brought this, but I brought this this year, kept hearing it from people. They were really making the effort at work or whatever. You were noticing increases. And the companies, starting off with like Acme and, and Beambo and Campbell's and Xfinity and Fred Beans and on and on and on, um, the amounts were higher. And, of course, Subaru coming in on Friday with they were responsible for 700,000 pounds. Crazy. Yeah. When we uh, finished the camp out on Friday, we all kind of gather in the RV for a little bit and get our stuff together and then, uh, you know, go about the rest of our lives and, and leave for the weekend. And Kathy sort of made an offhanded comment, but it's been sticking with me ever since, which was we can never not do this. And, yeah. and and I've been thinking about that since you said it, Kath, because um, Phil Abundance and the, and the region and everything, uh, what Philadelphia is able to do throughout the entire week is astronomical <laughs> yeah. and the amount of food that comes in. Well, when yeah. we, when honestly, when, when uh, Beasley, you know, became the company that owns the, the whole cluster here and, uh, and, and stepped in, one of the things we said when we were talking about all the stuff was, you know, camp out, it's, it's important. And they immediately embraced it and knew because you're right, Nick, there's, um, I mean, for what Philadelphia does in the I mean, Philadelphia, I mean, all, obviously, all right. the surrounding areas, everyone who participates on this this one week, what they managed to put in um, in stock and on shelves that'll stay and replenish those shelves well through the rest of the year. You've got to have it. It always has to be here, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm blown away by that number. Casey gave us the uh, the rundown and got he had gotten the information first and told us yesterday. I was like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, you absolutely have to be kidding me that it was that much. So how much more than year <sighs> one is this amount? <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, you know I'd have to do the math, but we got two thousand pounds that first year, <laughs> and now kids. Bring by 2,000 pounds. There was a kid who brought by who was it's out around his neighborhood who brought, <clears throat> I think it was 11, 1,200 pounds of food. Yeah. Astonishing. Yeah. And and people, what the, the, the beauty of this is people want to outdo their own efforts yes. every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. 
it, it becomes a, a goal for them. I love well, getting texts from friends and family and people that have stopped by year after year and say, hey, last year I did this much and this year I did this much. And like yeah. they outdo themselves. Well, you know what happens? <clears throat> and again, and it's a point that's not said just to, you know, to, to uh, just to just to talk. Um, if you bought one bag of food, when that family or those families sit down to have that food on a, whatever night or whatever day, that food is every bit as important as the largest amount delivered. It mean it all means something. So whatever your contribution was, congratulations. Oh, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um the uh you know, do yourself a favor and and go work at, at a soup kitchen or a food pantry or, yeah. or something along those lines. So if you just want to get an idea of uh you know, or get some faces to sort of go along with, with what your donation's yeah. all about and you'll yeah. see. Um, and, and kind of, uh, piggybacking on this idea of, uh, um, you know, outdoing what you did the year before, this is kind of has like the, um, uh, cardboard classic thing where people come out first, they'll come out and just kind of watch. And then the next year they'll come out and they'll participate. And then, and then they, you know, the wheels start turning. It happens every single year. Casey, mm-hmm. how many emails did you get from people who came out this year? And I, I met a lot of newbies mm-hmm. first time, first time at the camp out. And then I've been receiving emails the past couple of days from people. How do I volunteer for next year? Yeah. I mean, like, well, and you know what's all the good wheels- too is is the like I was th- I was thinking there are some people that we haven't seen in years. Like I remember seeing this yeah. one woman, and I had mentioned her, and I think Nick said to me he was like, "No, she still comes every year. The event has just gotten so big that um, you know sometimes we don't necessarily put these people on the air." But Lisa Denunzio, oh, she, yeah. I saw her name on the list. She has been donating and trying to win a prize. Um, each year, and sure enough, she made the list again this year. And it just—I guess we just didn't, um, you know, didn't get to see her. Uh, I think she talks to Pierre, but I was like, you know, whatever happened to her? Does she still I, come? I saw and, her. I saw yeah. her running around there, and it was just kind of a wave. Hey, you're here, yeah. you know. And but we're so busy, and there's so much going on uh, that it's hard to keep track of everybody. It, it, it also becomes this thing where in the morning we have this, um, you know, this massive blowout show. Uh, we have uh, all of this stuff going on, and thank you for coming on to be a part of that. And then Pierre picks up the uh, the torch, and he's handling his things and, and attends to that. And uh, so throughout the day, it's all going on. Uh, that's why, or, you know, yesterday we were saying that if you did come down and, you and you know, uh, you, you didn't see anybody or, or whatever, it wasn't because you were being blown off. It's because there's so much going on uh, that, you know, we apologize for that. But what you did meant the world to us, and what you did meant the, means the world and will mean the world to the people who received the food you brought down. Thousands and thousands of people came by and donated, you know, organizations, um, you know, countless organizations, whether it be the ROTC guys. And there were a couple of different, you know, people, uh, groups that, that rucked it down. And yeah. you know, we, we really do wish we could give praise and thanks to every single one of you guys that came out. And, you know, unfortunately, it's just, you know, it's 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 not possible. But we do do our best. Yeah. And as you guys that are coming down to donate are, are you know, the wheels are spinning. You're trying to figure out how you can, you know, do better next year. We're doing the same exact thing. We're taking notes all day and all week oh, long. Yeah. Of, okay, all right. Oh, this worked. This didn't work. Right. Oh, I got an idea for next year. You know, so so we're all collectively, yeah, trying to make next year better as yeah. much as it, yeah. as is in place. And there's a lot in place. We also have to stay fluid. There were a couple mm-hmm. of things that canceled that we couldn't do. Yeah, uh, you know, you make do. Two point six million pounds of food raised. Two hundred thousand dollars in cash. And here's what I want to do. It's already, it's almost quarter after eight. I want to take a break and come back, and then I'm going to reveal the prizes. 
Wow, yes. It, we, we, we need to take a break. It's yeah. already, you know, yeah, yeah, we're getting yeah. late into the show, so I want to do that. But we still, I haven't even revealed the contributors who are going to win the prizes. We have stuff to do. And the daily prizes that we're giving away each day by uh, donations as well. So you know what? We're going we're gonna to break and come back with that. Uh, but I do want to give something away while we are taking a break because our friends from Campos have stopped by for a meet and eat today. And we have a $50 gift certificate. I'll take call number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. By the way, they brought in their heater cheese steak featuring ribeye steaks cooked in jalapenos and hot sauce and then covered in Deets and Watson hot pepper cheese. See what? It's the official <laughs> cheese steak of the Phillies. You can check them out. And the Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. So call number eight. We'll set you up with that. 215-263-WMMR. 2.6 million pounds. That's just, I can't believe that. All right. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll tell you who the winners of the uh, incentives were when we return. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas are officially open for the season. And WMMR's Day Off on the Slopes with Pierre and Jackson is coming up soon. It's January 10th. Get your discount lift tickets at WMMR.com while supplies last. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'll reiterate that again. 2.6 million pounds... Of food that's 1,339 plus tons of food. Last year was 1.8 million, so it was damn near a million pounds. It's 800,000 pounds more. That's the largest leap up we've ever had. I think so. I think it's it has got to be. To be, yeah. Uh, $200,000 in cash, so thanks to everybody who contributed. Uh, there were, you know, and as you said before, Steve, it doesn't matter, you know, even if you brought in, you know, you bought like the little $10 package from, uh, Acme, you had the market right there. Uh, the people that ate that food are very thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, you know, every, every bit covers, but there are some people that go above and beyond and we want to point those out. So every year we set out an incentive and, uh, the, uh, the first, uh, the first category or largest contribution by weight from a business group or organization. And that's our, our largest one. Uh, so we have first, second, and third place. First place is we, the Preston and Steve Show, come to your place of business, and we do our entire show one morning. It's a four-plus-hour commercial for your place of business. Second place, Pierre Robert, live broadcast, broadcasting legend, same thing. Comes to your business, does a live broadcast. It's essentially a four-hour commercial yeah. for your business. And third place is an actual commercial ad schedule on MMR for the first quarter. It's a $20,000 uh, schedule that uh, that you win as well. So uh, we'll reveal that, and then I'll go through the, the uh, largest individual donations by day. We had some prizes each and every day, but I figured we'd just go ahead and lead, Let's with, go. Yeah. lead with the big one. So, uh, Casey, a drum roll, please. Okay. And we'll reveal who won first place. And it's no big secret. That a live broadcast from the Preston and Steve show is headed back once again to 
Subaru of America. Subaru of America pulled it off as I'm sure you caught if you were if you're tuning in that particular morning Friday uh, a massive jump in their collection as well. They donated 736,000 to 736,290 pounds which uh, the previous year 2018 they did 554,000 pounds. So they they staggering skipped it way up. Staggering. Man. Uh, so thank you to Matt Ritter and company for once again rallying the troops and uh, doing what they do over at Subaru, which is following through on their word. Matt got emotional, uh, you know, uh, more so than other years. He had every right to be. The employees and the owners and all the people, all the Subaru dealerships that stepped up deserved every bit of that emotion. Yep. They just killed it. Yep. Uh, so when we did the live broadcast last year, we waxed his knuckles. I think this year we waxed his nuts because the whole thing. No, yes. we can't. We can't get any bigger than anal bleaching. Yeah, we'll do, we'll we'll go to places that even his wife is unbelievable. Never been he didn't. He, he won't even know where we are. No. Uh, second place, and this is awesome. Uh, that the Pierre live broadcast is headed to uh, do a show with these fine folks. Uh, the winner this year of that broadcast is the the GBCA, Whoa! the Contractors Association. They win in conjunction with the Philadelphia Carpenters Union and the Carpenter Contractor Trust. They brought in all told 175,164 pounds. Unbelievable. Which is perfect because Pierre builds almost everything by hand. Right. He's such a craftsman and, and so he started in contracting. He's going to be with his people. And the fact that he is going to be with the GBCA, the Philadelphia Carpenters Union and the Carpenters Contract Trust. Uh, is huge, so he'll be doing that broadcast. Guys, when he does do the broadcast, keep him from licking the table saw, please. Yeah, yeah. you may want to tell him that's a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and in our final spots, this is a $20,000 ad schedule for the first quarter of 2020 on WMMR. Our good friends who we work very, very closely with, the gang at Comcast. Yeah. Comcast brought in 170,344 pounds of food. <laughs> I mean, you hear these numbers. I know. I know. They're huge. I, I thought, I mean, you know, it was huge when Campbell's ponied up 150,000. I was like, oh, my God, they are definitely going to. Yeah. They're going to be in the running for this. And look at look at Comcast coming in with 170,344 pounds. So we're happy and uh, delighted to have them on as uh, partners, not only in commerce, but in charity as well. On your X1 remote, on the voice thing, say, just press the button and say, thank you, Comcast. There you go. Just do that. Yeah. Hopefully they'll they'll get the word. And another cool thing that we've done is uh, the past couple of years, we had a randomly selected business or group. Uh, to get a prize as well. So everybody who enters had a shot at winning a 36-month lease on a Xerox full-color copy, print, and scan system. It's a $10,000 copier that you will have at the business. It's basically an office suite of capability. Yeah, and that's one less expense that you'll have around the offices. It's from Heritage Business Systems, now a Xerox-owned company. And how about this? The winner this year, Marple Newtown High School. Oh! Marple, the Tigers. 
Marple Newtown High School. And listen, you don't for, to win that prize, you don't have to bring in hundreds of thousands. It's everybody who entered as a group or a business, and they brought in uh, in the neighborhood of 2,700 pounds of food and therefore entered them into that, and they have been chosen. So congratulations, Marple Newtown High School. Uh, you get this copier. You get the 36-month lease on the Xerox full-color copy print and scan system from Heritage Business. That's and tremendous. So, like we said, it's a $10,000 copier. So that's awesome. Home of the Fighting what? Tigers. Home of the Fighting Tigers. That's Grr. fantastic. So uh, way to go, everybody. Now, on top of all that, each and every day, we had different incentives with some prizes for individual donations. And this is... You just as a person or family bringing in, you're not affiliated with a group, and uh, and dropping off and entering to win, and uh, we have prizes each day. So Monday, we had the Vinyl of the Month membership uh, for next year from Warner Brothers Records, a portable record player, built-in speakers, a four-pack of field, uh, seat tickets to see Green Day, Weezer, and wow. Ball Out Boy, August wow. 29th, Citizens Bank Park, and our winner there. Uh, was Chris Schultz. And Chris brought in 6,606 pounds of food. So congratulations. That's a chunk of food. On Tuesday, we had $1,000 cash. And I thought this was so cool. 25 seats for you, your family, and friends to an advanced screening of Jumanji The Next Level. Uh, which, by the way, is the screening was yesterday. So these people already knew that they won and they got their tickets. Uh, it was the Watson family. Yeah. Randy Watson. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, and the Watson family brought in 1,792 pounds that particular day on Tuesday. On Wednesday, this is a great prize package, a Flyers Ultra lower-level Santa sack that included Flyers tickets, Wings tickets, an autographed puck, a gritty ornament, and a mini stick signed by Carter Hart, Claude Giroux, and, or Travis Konechny. I'm not sure who exactly signed. Maybe they all did. Kathy, our winner, Lisa Denunzio. Hey! You were just talking about her. I was, and she just sent an email. She said, thank you for thinking of me. It was my 13th year, and I will always be there. I'll see you guys next year. Aww. I love it. Uh, Lisa brought in 3,795 pounds. Amazing. And then the and and by the way, let me let me point out, you know, uh, because we were throwing around these hundred thousand plus, yeah, and over five hundred thousand plus uh, totals. Keep in mind that an individual bringing in nearly four thousand pounds—that's nearly two tons of food that they brought in on their own. And if you look at these amounts, Preston, these individual amounts, they are much larger than what we've yeah. seen in years past. Yep, that is so. God bless you. Yep. And then the last day for the incentive, because on Friday we don't have the uh, individual incentives because we're wrapping up, we're getting done, we're getting out of there. Uh, Thursday, we had a, a $200 Xfinity Live gift card and a golden ticket to every Xfinity Live event in 2020. Our winner there was uh, John Doherty, who brought in 3,453 pounds of food all on his own. So congratulations, and uh, you certainly have earned that prize. Very cool stuff. That golden ticket is amazing. Yeah. Uh, our Camp Out for Hunger Games, by the way, which was sponsored by our tent sponsor, Bimbo Bakeries in USA, yeah. that added an additional 10,000 pounds of food. So thank you to Bimbo for sponsoring that and everybody who played the Camp Out for Hunger Games. 
And uh, just some other numbers to throw out there. By the way, on the Beambo thing, Preston, if you walked into that tent, if you saw that tent, that was because of Beambo. Absolutely. Campbell's Soup brought in 150,000 pounds. That's for their 150th anniversary. The Porsche Club brought in 136,000 pounds. That's a car club. They yeah. rocked 136, it. 136,000 pounds of food. You know, there was a car, I think, that had something like 1,100 cans in it or some ridiculous amount jammed into a Porsche. Yeah. Uh, Fred Beans brought in 105, 183. Amazing. Wisfis had a nice straight 100,000 pounds of food. And they were sponsoring our privilege section. Yep. Uh, Hers, uh, 66,000. Whitehorse RV, 63,000. KPMG brought in 41,000. Spirit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram brought in 40 grand. Uh, Freedom Mortgage, 33,000. And I'm rounding these, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Foods brought in 33,000 pounds. LaSalle College High School, 11,000. Wow. Uh, SIG had 9,495. Six Bs brought in 6,049. Lockheed Sikorsky, 6,641, which is cool to have those guys out. It's amazing. Wilson Secret Sauce. Secret Sauce. Brought in over 1,000 pounds of food. Uh, Zaveda Custom Homes in Bucks County Cabinetry brought in over 4,000. And Associate Arena brought in over 4,000 as well. So... Uh- May I say this, by the way, you, you look at this list, and I think this list, it's probably up, I hope, or it'll go up on the website. All of these companies and these individuals and anybody who has a business or whatever, you know what kind of people they are. You know how much they care about the community. So if you have any business or you need anything they provide, try to give them your business. Yeah. they deserve it. Yep, yep. They uh, they definitely like to uh, help out the community. So yeah. we can help them out by uh, sending some business their way. Uh, so it was huge, 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 huge numbers-wise. And uh, we thank everybody who came out and hopefully... Uh, hopefully you you make it a yearly uh, sojourn down to the sports complex to come and see us. It's a it's a part of our collective lives. It it is a yeah. it is every bit a part of the holiday season. There's, uh, you know, we thought Preston going to Washington and getting the award on behalf of the city and everything for the camp out. Uh, you know, at the NAB was was a, a big thing and it was, but it, 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 it transcends it every year. It is it, it's in the fabric of what this whole thing is about. It's amazing. I was going through uh, my list of contacts uh, from the week last night because I wanted, I want to and wanted to thank everybody that, that I was personally in contact with. And I, I all, I realized I, the list might be too long. There were so many people that <laughs> yeah. came down, but, but it, it reminded me, uh, first of all, go ahead and do it anyway to thank them. And then mm-hmm. just to remind them, uh, come next year, you know, if yeah. you missed out on this year, um, we, we encourage people year after year, Come and see it if you haven't, because once you've seen it once, you want to come back year after year. Yeah, the seeing of of, uh, of people giving and donating their time, and and you know the volunteers and and all the moving parts and everything that's that's in it is uh, is is really cool. And bring your kids and let them see stuff like that. I think is awesome. Uh, we try to make it as entertaining as possible. Uh, for you, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out of your way to come yeah. down there, then we want you to have fun as well. So if you have any ideas or anything like that, hey, feel free through the year to shoot us some ideas about something you think that help yeah. would, would improve it, make it more fun, make it more entertaining. Some added little things that we can throw in there. We're we're open, man. We 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 want to obviously, uh, you know, each year we're like it can't possibly get bigger than this. Uh, we would and like to does. continue to make it bigger if we can. <laughs> Bigger and better and more fun and more enjoyable and more entertaining. I love to do, like, concerts out there and stuff like that. That'd be fantastic. Anything like that. And it's it's only as as big. It's only only limited by stuff we haven't thought of yet, you know? And when the more, the merrier. Yeah. The only limit is is it's a little cooler and sometimes the weather can be a bit of a mystery. But we... We went swimming this year. (laughs) We roll with the changes. We roll with the changes. As Ario 
Speedwagon taught us so many years ago. Dude. You think we could get Ariel Speedwagon to play there next year? I mean, we have to. I mean, Probably come not. on. Yeah. At this point, don't you think that that might be a distinct possibility? It was the official theme of 2019. I think it needs to be codified in 2020. Yeah. yeah. We had we had actually made arrangements, Steve, that we just ran out of time. Dell's Groove was going to perform this. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. Preston was going to play drums, and it just it one of the I guess they were there on Thursday morning. It just turned into such a crazy morning. I it, Nick Nick kept handing me notes. He's like, "Can can we do it? Can we can we play it?" And it we just there was too too much much going on. We couldn't even squeeze that in there. So. Uh, and apologies, All right, Ario Speedwagon. As, as Steve said, I, uh, apologies if if we didn't get a chance to get around and say thank you in person. Uh, and 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 I, I also want to apologize if if for some reason I like walk right past you or something like that because during the show we we are so hyper focused on what's going on on the air and making sure that all our ducks are in the road that it's like. I'll talk to you in a minute. I got to go do this thing. Blah, blah, blah. And then you take off and run, and then you never see that person again. But be aware that what we do is after the show, after each broadcast, we we come out and we want to say hi and shake hands and take pictures, do the whole deal. That's what we do, and we do that through the rest of the day. And then in the evening, after obviously, when you imagine most people would be available to come by yeah. in the evening. We're out there in the tent, all of us, ready to say hi, take pictures, and do that. So if that's what you're you're looking forward to doing, you'd want to make that a part of your visit. We're there, and and you know where we are if you're looking for us. And uh, please, we'd love to see you. We call it camp out after dark. Camp out after dark oh, when the clothes come off. We've kicked around ideas of like you know a fireworks show. Yeah, and, was I mean, like one for this year, but we I, could make it happen. Yeah, I would love to have done that, but uh, you know we'll we'll try to continue to make it uh, bigger and better, and uh, and to keep the giving you know as as high as possible and keep that going on so and thank you, you. Know, quick thing preston yeah. the, the the twitch uh um broadcast oh, yeah. from uh, nerd street was i got a, a number of people who were watching that and thought it was wild it was really cool so they were, they were on twitch streaming live the camp out in a small screen on their on their feed it was it was amazing yeah. so you know all that stuff was stuff that was not here last year so uh, to your earlier point, anything you have in mind, let us know. I feel like we should at some point or, or some area of the camp out camp. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to call it the campus now. Uh, we should have a commemorative uh, oil barrel uh, that is always burning to, to remind us of, <laughs> that, of first that, year. that first year. The first couple of years to tell Please you Please remember truth. that idea because yeah. I think that that's a cool idea. If we can't do a real one. <laughs> Maybe we could get one that's like a, you know an eternal flame. Yeah, yeah. And just put just one of those electric shape, flame. Yeah, that's yeah. just in, in the shape of an oil, uh, <laughs> sure. of, of, a, of an oil drum with a little flame coming up from it to and remember year number one. You and I should take a, a blowtorch and take it to our inner thighs because we literally burned the insides of our thighs sitting around that thing. It was so freaking cold. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, because I mean, it, the the progression over twenty two years. I mean, if you look at year one to, compared to year twenty-two, obviously the gigantic change. Yeah. But um, but, but we rolled with those changes. We did roll with those changes, Steve. Yep, we did. Um, but the progression, um, it, it was uh, it was gradual. It was gradual. Yeah. And so yeah. we we didn't always have a band every no. single day. Think okay. like we had a band like maybe like Friday or something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And and that's the way the things go. Remember, we go. Well, what if we? 
what if we had some music out there sometime? Yeah. Just, you know? and, 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 and the, then, okay, we can yeah. try. Let's have a band come out. And then the next year we're like, hey, that band on that day was pretty good. We'll do that every day. Yeah. And that's how these things happen, just little yeah. bit by little bit. Yeah, we'll try, let's try that next year. Let's have a drunken bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if we could get a drunk, a drunk, a different drunk animal every, every day? day. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, carnival yeah. ride. What, what yeah. if we had a carnival ride out there? Let's what if we had a carnival fairway? Yeah. yeah. By the way, thank you, Michael Skelly. Oh, my God. Skelly Amusements, because... They send that stuff over for free. Yeah. They don't charge us anything. No. And they, they, and, and they staff it. They and, operate that. And, yes. They, these guys who would be getting paid to sit there and operate those rides are, are coming out and doing it for free. That's unbelievable. The, and, and have been the nicest guys. And the fact that they, uh, you know, tailor the, uh, the drop, you know, and make it the can drop and mm-hmm. the graphics and all that stuff on it. It's, it's, it, it's so so many moving parts, as you said, President. The, throughout the year, we we thank and will rethink a lot of the participants uh, in, in many different ways. So again, yeah. at this point, though, it's about the total mind blower: two point six million pounds uh, this year, two hundred thousand dollars, and uh, wow, amazing! Uh, you know who uh, uh, mysteriously was absent though? Hasselhoff. No. Well, yes. Yeah. Gary Lauer. I know. Uh, There's no Gary Lauer. He was need, supposed to be there, right? Yeah. Do we need to right. do a, a, well, a wellness check? The problem is we might get a response. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Gary signal? I, I think we, we should put a, a wellness check one more time, Steve. You were, that was a little quiet. I had three testicles. Is that the, is that the Lauer, the, <laughs> the yeah, Lauer signal. signal? That was yeah. actually the last time that he called in and we had done a wellness check and we yeah. found out he had yeah. some yeah. sort of, uh, and this, as you're having your breakfast, entertain this notion, <laughs> <laughs> a large growth on his ball sack. And he just thought it was. I had three testicles. An extra ball. Yeah. uh, But he apparently got it removed. So. Uh, All right. So thank you guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody on staff. There's a. We we tried to thank um, all the prop. I'll do all the props. Uh, during the show, and I'm sure we forgot a person or two because the the (coughs) list is lengthy. And if there is anybody that we forget, we'll make sure that we uh, uh, that we uh, make good on that. You know, like we had a whole Mary Poppins thing that we wanted to get. We didn't even do it. We had it there. And uh, and there were people who were scheduled who had to cancel. We shifted. It's a big game of Tetris to to all you guys and, you know, all the moving parts of, of, you know, all the producers on the show, Casey and and, uh, Marissa and Nick and and Kathy and, and, you know, juggling all that stuff. Connor and Connor. and, and, And yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's so many parts, you know, Chuck, uh, again, too many to mention, you know yeah. who you are, and uh, it was phenomenal. Yep. Hey, uh, real quick. And Eric uh, Simon, Marissa's Eric mouthing Simon. Eric Simon to me, yes. We, we said him yeah, earlier, yeah. yeah. He's, couldn't do without him. On a different note. And Rodney. I got a, yeah, we mentioned Rodney yeah. a gazillion times. Rodney Bird, though. Yeah. Uh, what? And Rodney. Don't forget Rodney. we got to mention Rodney. Okay. Can I mention this thing I want yeah, to mention? Please, please. So this was from yesterday, um, and, and the reason I want to say this now is because it was around this time yesterday. We were talking about uh, Kathy's uh, the whore of a grandfather who went all over the country. <laughs> he was a man whore. Sprouting up children all over the place. Not going to deny it. Uh, so, uh, but we, we had a caller. I got this from listener Chris. It's uh, essentially... Sounds like she might be a relative of the person we had on the air yesterday that what? called and said there, there were the 21 sperm, siblings. The yeah, sperm from, donor. From the sperm donor. So it was around 845. Uh, there were 21 siblings, and they still lived in and around the Philadelphia area. I live in Bucks County, and it seemed like a very similar story to my own. Can you put me in touch with the caller? So I don't know who that caller was. So if you are listening, can you get in touch with me and I'll see if I can put you in touch with this person. And 
You might be a relative. I don't Maybe know. Maybe sperm sharers. Yeah, it might be. Uh, that would be so weird and so, but so possible. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. It's, it's very possible huh. that this person could be a sibling. Uh, so uh, if that was you that called, she was a female and told us about the fact that she had 21 siblings, uh, just email me, Preston, at, at WMMR.com, and I'll try to put you in touch. All right, um, we are going to take a break. I want to remind you, though, we're going to be at uh, Xfinity's new store in Pottstown today from noon to 2. It's at 310 Upland Square Drive, and uh, we're going to have all kinds of stuff to give away. We're going to give away six tickets, flyers, tickets, concert tickets, Xfinity prizes, lunch for everybody who stops by. There's a food truck called Cone Appetit that will be there. Please uh, come so out. You get a chance, stop by and see us. So we're going to take a break. You know what? I want to give away another Campos gift card because they are here. Uh, they brought by some great food. We'll take caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. If you're looking to cater your holiday party, look no further than Campos Deli. Campos is going to serve up delicious, classic Philly favorites featuring deets and watts and meats and cheeses that will delight your guests, catering customers. Uh, get $25 off your order uh, using the promo code CAMPOS15 at CAMPOSDeli.com. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So the Golden Globes were announced yesterday, the uh, full list of nominations and all that stuff. We touched on them briefly in the entertainment report. We hit that and the gloves. And the gloves, yes. I I said the Golden Globes. (laughs) Which are two separate awards. They are. Yeah. 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 But, one is um, presented by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and the other one is by a guy named Lou. Okay. So, well, this, we're not going to focus on Lou right now. <laughs> so, the streaming services absolutely dominated the nominations. In the film department, which is, that's a, uh, I mean, you know, they, they've obviously been gaining steam over the last several years, but that's... You know, the the future right there well, it continues is. to be at-home viewing. And despite, you you know, a heavyweight like Steven Spielberg saying that he believes that there, uh, there should be a separation of those, um, that's not going to happen. No. Because uh, The Irishman, for example, up for a, a number of awards and, and these movies, and you're going to see it for the Oscars. You're going to see these movies that, got, that were shown perfunctorily, I guess, perfunctorily in a theater so that they can be uh, qualified for the Academy Awards, go right to the streaming services. Yeah. And the streaming services are paying for them, uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime and uh, so on and so forth. So, yeah, that, those lines are being going to be blurred even more. Yeah. I have a, I, I can give you a, the, the thumbnail picture of the, of the nominees, and I'll, I'll mention some of the snubs because some people are pointing out that a lot of things, and that is just the nature of too much There's, material. You're yeah. exactly right. You know, just in general here, as I heard about this, and the accolades that are going to Joker, and then on Monday, yesterday, you announced still in the top ten. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see the movie. Casey, what did you think of it? You thought it was really good, right? Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah. I, I thought um, the Joaquin Phoenix performance was, uh, you know, the bright, shining moment uh, or moments okay. of, the, of the movie. I thought overall, like, you could have... Um, you could have removed the makeup and the title, and it could have just been a you know story on anybody's descent into madness. Right, right. Um, and I mean, it was dark. It was well, a dark movie. It's well, up for a lot. Yeah. It is, and it's up for best motion picture drama. So also uh, in that category, nine seven nineteen seventeen. 
uh, The Irishman, uh, Marriage Story, and The Two Popes. Nineteen Seventeen is not even out yet. It's I a mean, World War One movie done yeah. by the director who did uh, uh, the uh, the uh, um, Bond movie, um, uh, Skyfall. Okay. Okay. So is this the one where? They are about to walk into a trap, and they yes. send somebody across the battle lines to let them know that Wonder uh, Woman. Okay, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no. What you're thinking of is yes, yes. Okay, it's that. one long continuous shot. This yeah. movie, nineteen seventeen. Oh, really? Yeah, so okay. they start with these guys, really? and they they follow them around, and um, it's just one continuous shot the entire movie. It's so, a tribute to his grandfather, by the way. So no, no cuts. So, so the the actors all did this in one take. They, they were they find little tricks where they can okay. stop it. Um, but wow. the way that it that it's shot, the way that you see it on screen, is is one long continuous okay. shot. And uh, Steve Sam Mendes is the guy. You Sam Mendes, that's, that's right. interesting. Yeah. Okay, so uh, best uh, musical or comedy, Dolomite is my name, Jojo Rabbit. I watched Dolomite is my name. Did you like Ni- it? Hang I- on, hang on. Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. I just want to get all those out there. Uh, okay, so run through those again one more time. Dolomite. Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. Dolomite went right. My name is Dolomite. Went yeah. right. Went right to Netflix. Yeah, uh, that's and, what I thought. Yeah, and it's good. And there's yeah. also a documentary about the uh, the actor, the guy, the comedian who is Dolomite. That's out as well. Yeah, I love Jojo Rabbit. I saw that in the theater with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Taiki Waititi. It's really well done. You went with both of them. Uh, I didn't go with them. Oh. Uh, they were they were in the movie. So uh, let, let me ask you again because this is the third year I think we've seen this musical or comedy have a you know questionable title in there where you go really musical yeah. or comedy. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. I'm sure there's some humorous moments. I don't know. I'm is it, to think textually? I mean, is it every bit the comedy The Martian was? Um, I it's funnier than The Martian. I mean, okay. uh, Brad Pitt's character is. He's really, really funny. It's not like um, it's it's just that his character not, is funny. Yeah, right? I mean, so so in other words, if there is a character who is amusing in a drama, does that automatically make that drama a comedy? Mm. I don't think so. But I think that's that's the uh, the politics of the judging mm. now. And you submit in it for a comedy if you think you know. Well, boy, that's a unique comedy. You know why? Because it's a drama. Yeah. Yep. Uh, best director, motion picture, uh, Bong Joon-ho Bong Joon yes. for Parasite, Sam Mendes for seven, 1971, Todd Phillips for Joker, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Huh. Yeah. Uh, actress, drama, is, these are films, by the way, uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, Charlize, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger in Judy. Which one is Bombshell? Is that the Roger? That's the Fox News. Here's, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then actress in a musical or comedy was Ana de Armas for Knives Out. Knives Out got a lot, uh, a lot yeah. of nominations. I can't wait to see it. Aquafina for The Farewell. Kate Blanchett for Where Do You Go, Bernadette. Uh, Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart. And Emma Thompson for Late Night. I finally watched Late Night. That's the uh, Mindy Kaling, Emma Thompson one. How was it? It's really good. Uh, uh, it, it's good. <laughs> it's not really good, but but Emma Thompson's phenomenal in it. She plays basically like a Letterman-like curmudgeon. Right. Uh, she's a late-night talk show host. and, um, and it's, Mindy Kaling's sort of a sick fan who becomes one of her writers. Huge fan of, of Emma Thompson, and she comes in and, and ends up working for the show. Uh, best performance actress supporting role: Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, and Annette Bening in the report. Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. I didn't see any of those movies. Uh, actor in a drama: This is the lead actor, uh, Christian Bale, Ford versus Ferrari. 
I want to see that. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. And Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Oh. Yep. Uh, actor in a musical or comedy. Yeah, Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once, a Time in, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Taron Egerton in Rocketman and Eddie Murphy, Dolomite is my name. Is the two popes, is that where the, the two popes, they are identical twins and they do everything they can to get their parents back together? <laughs> yeah, that's a movie. Yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. But they didn't oh, know each other, it. they were separated at birth? That yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both popes. Yeah. They didn't know yeah, yeah. that they were twins and they were both elected pope. <laughs> Oddly enough, and one didn't know about the other. So it's not the one so similar. It's not the one where they're two twins, but one is really tall and buff, and the other one's short and squat. No, that's that's Pope twins. They were going to call that uh, the Pope Trap. Yeah, the Pope Trap. But they changed the title at the last moment. Freaky Pope Day was another one. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's actually not a bad idea. The old switch bodies routine, but you do it with the Pope. The high school kid is now the Pope. Oh my god. Okay. Or, be, or Matt Cowper. Matt Acts Cowper, yeah. He, he switches and becomes the Pope. Guys, ready for Easter math? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I would rather see that because it's always like they switch with somebody that they're very familiar with. What if they switch with somebody they have, like, no clue? You know well, it's I mean? funny you should bring that up because yeah. I saw a Hallmark Christmas movie in which the incredible Lacey Chabert uh, and gets a life she had no idea. She was this, this up-and-coming broadcaster, this uh, TV journalist, and she is now has a family and a whole thing. She's got to sort of feel her way around. Okay. She made me believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the kind of actor she is. Do, do they have a... Ho- they should have a holiday category, shouldn't they? Yeah. You know? Why not? I mean, there's enough yeah. of these now that you could clearly have an award, a, a prize. Or maybe an award show strictly for made-for-TV movies. The yes. Snow Globes. Yeah. Instead of the Golden Globes. The snow Globes. <laughs> snow right? Globes. There you go. The That's snow really good. <laughs> Steve. Thank you. I love it. Accepting for a suggestion of Snow Globes, Steve Morris. I think, I think... I think we should do that ourselves. Should we? We should have the snow globes. All right. Uh, because you know these films so well. I know you guys think I do. I do watch a lot of them. I will say that. But because they all are they basically the same, I'm not that good on the specifics. I just know what happens in them. Okay. Okay. Uh, actor in a musical or comedy, Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit. I already said all these. Yes. But by the way, that kid, uh, Roman Griffin Davis, he's 12. Oh, my God. For Jojo Rabbit. He's really? the lead, yeah. Actor in a supporting role, Tom Hanks uh, for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Wait, he's he's supporting. Support. Yeah, because the actual plot line of the movie, Nick, is that there is an investigative reporter who is sort of oh. charged with um, kind of peeling back the layers on Mr. Rogers and seeing if there's something under there that may we may not. Yeah, but you know. top, he gets top billing on all the posters. I and, know, but yeah. he's listed as a supporting. And they also probably think that he is more a likely candidate to win for supporting than for lead. I don't mm-hmm. agree. But uh, that guy is the dude from the Americans, right? Yep. Um, okay. Yep. From, from the, the TV series, the, the Americans, where they're, the family, uh, they're Russian um, uh, spies living as an American family. And okay. Kerry Russell. Has he been in anything else? You know, Felicity. Yeah. Uh, performance by an actor in supporting role. I already said that. Tom Hanks. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Al Pacino for The Irishman and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. But not Robert De Niro. And Brad Pitt, Once a Time in Hollywood. Well, there's they, there's no way they would throw three people into the same category for the same film. I would be angry about that. He, in fact, De Niro, since he's an executive producer with Scorsese, might have demurred from having his you know his deal submitted. Um, Pacino's amazing. 
uh, Pesci's, you know, Pacino looks nothing really like Jimmy Hoffa. But um, the movie's pretty wild to have all of these people that have been in various movies together in one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who's really good in it, Preston? Ray Romano. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll eventually get around to seeing it. And, uh, uh, and uh, who else? Uh, Emo Phillips. Emo Phillips. Yeah. Wow, he's, yeah. he was part of the, he plays the mom scene. Wow. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Best uh, motion picture animated. Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, The Lion King, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. So who gets your vote? You've seen a couple of them, right? I only saw Frozen 2. So that so gets your vote. I, I guess <laughs> that gets my vote. I did not see Toy Story 4. It's good. I saw yeah, it. It was good. good, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I Just do. good, not great. I, oh, think, not, I thought it was. I thought it was great, but I thought Toy Story 3 was better. Okay. And, and I really loved how Toy Story 3 ended, and therefore that they didn't need to make Toy Story 4, so there's just a weird thing in my head where, like, because they didn't need to make the fourth one, it, it has a, a step down. I don't know. Right. I, felt, I, I was, like, I felt sentimental about it, like, the, the storyline behind it that... These, you felt it had that. Well, and that these toys are, they're, they're in a place where they weren't needed, and it's like... It was sad to okay. me. Okay. All right. A little uh, darker. And, my, and, and Jace was, Jace is eight now. So he was into Toy Stories four years ago, and I took him to see it, and he st- he liked it. Okay. Uh, so on to television now. All right. Uh, best television series drama, Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, and Succession. Okay. I started watching Succession. I'm only like one episode in. Oh, I I got further than that. Yeah. Um, Do you like it? it, It's good, but I didn't, it wasn't like, uh, like, uh, what was the other one you said? Big Little? Big Little Lies. Like that, I was like, I couldn't wait to sit down and watch that. Succession is like, okay, there's nothing else to watch. I'll throw it on. So for me, in this list, The Crown. I love The Crown. Would be my pick. I have been watching The Morning Show, which to me is, um, uh, it's it's missing something. Uh, it, it's good, but it's it's trying too hard. And uh, you know, it's, it, there's a number of of uh, top heavy hitters in the show. I haven't seen any of these other movie shows except for The Crown. But I, the show that I really liked was Jack Ryan. I'd throw that in. With Jack Ryan's show. it's 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 a lot of action, and it's they not. Would, but let me tell do. you, it's well acted. Yeah, I, I'm about halfway through season two. I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah. When did the show have to be out to be nominated? Do you know? Because uh, this Watch- morning, no, <laughs> no Watchmen. Uh, you guys rave about, um, but it's not well, on this list. Well, it's considered the top snub uh, okay. in in this year's Golden Gloves from a couple of articles that I've okay. read. That Watchmen was it's so well done and it's star heavy as well with Regina King and Jeremy Irons. It's not lacking for talent. No, no, and it's certainly it's an intriguing show, man. We're we are yeah. all caught up in so it does here it, big time. Does it need to be wrapped up at a certain point? No, 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 no. It can. As what happens is, is they will. In the case of TV, they will submit episodes. Um, I I I don't know how in this crazy new world we live in, you know, with the horseless buggy, Preston. It's it's, it's crazy. The Iron Horse, <laughs> you know all that stuff. I, I hear you can you can send someone a Morse code message from miles away. No, the the um, the, the judging parameters I think are different for television. Yeah, best television series, musical or comedy: Barry, Fleabag, The Kaminsky Method, mm-hmm. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and The Politician. So I've watched a couple of them. I most recently watched Fleabag, which I really think is really uh, good, and I'm going to see really one more time. Mrs. Maisel is great. I love it. But, man, do they pack a lot of dialogue into those shows. Oh, yeah. yeah it's rapid fire. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love that show. Uh, Barry's the only one that I've watched all the way through. That's Bill Hader, right? Yeah. 
And uh, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. I love it. I love that show. And then, you know, because uh, obviously Barry's, well, I mean, uh, Bill Hader's great. Henry Winkler's great. But there are a couple of other, this Russian or Ukrainian guy. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. He's so funny. Um, you know, but, uh, and, it's, and it's really easily digestible. Half right. hour. Uh, then limited series. Uh, made made for te- or motion picture made for television. Yeah, how do they delineate now? I don't know. Yeah, right. Is it like eight episodes? Well, and it's got to have a beginning and end. I would imagine that this is this is the whole story right here. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm I'm assuming this was so. So, for example, Catch Twenty Two, Chernobyl, which has a Chernobyl and end. was phenomenal. Bossy Burden, the loudest voice. And unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. <laughs> I'm saying the same yeah. thing. I love unbelievable. I don't know. What's that here? <laughs> it's like <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> it's a billion. It's like a billion. It's like it's Chernobyl. <laughs> it's like unbelievable. And there's a show called Billions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a billion. It's it's unbelievable. Billions Chernobyl. Um, <laughs> it's like the enclosure's made of graphite. <laughs> Real quick, catch twenty two. Where can I catch that? Twenty uh, two. I don't know. It's was George, that George Clooney? It's yeah. It's I don't know what service it's on. Hulu. Hulu. Is it the? Hulu. Is it, is it the book? It's the book. It's okay. done. Uh, now I always loved the Mike Nichols movie, which starred Alan Arkin and John Voight and Orson Welles. But this Hulu. one had this one had more time to breathe. Uh, it did because they had several episodes. Okay. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable movie. Actress in a television series drama. Uh, Jennifer Anson for The Morning Show. Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Jodie Comer for Killing Eve. Nicole Kidman in Big Little Lies. And Reese Witherspoon in The Morning Show. So there's two in The Morning Show right there. And Reese is in... cancel each other out. Yes. <laughs> Reese is in Big Little Lies and The Morning Show. Actress That's in... what happens when you nominate people in the same... <laughs> From the same project <laughs> for one category, they cancel each other out. Sly, do you like Reese? I love it. Okay. Okay. I love that scene in that movie where, where uh, she got <laughs> finger action on a Ferris wheel. What? With Mark oh, Wahlberg. fear. No, yeah. it went on a Ferris wheel. It was on a uh, uh, roller coaster. It was a roller coaster, yeah. 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 My mind's a little foggy. Yeah. Took too many hits. Uh, yeah, well, it's not how, yeah, it's how many not hits you can take. how many rides you get <laughs> finger blasted on. It's getting back on the ride to get finger blasted again. <laughs> I told you better than that. Uh, he's telling his yeah. son this. Yeah, yeah. that one and done. You get back on and finger blast again. <laughs> and that ain't you. That's not you. <laughs> It's DV, it's DVDA. <laughs> I love how Sly called in this morning yeah. to be a part of this discussion. Uh, actress. What? It's been an honor. What? An, honor. <laughs> <laughs> an actress, uh, actress in television, series, musical, or comedy. Uh, Christina Applegate in Dead to Me. I like that. What do you guys like? I've started watching that yeah. show. Do you like it? Yeah. It's yeah, it's funny. good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Parts of it are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel brought... It's like a wigwam and a teepee. Two tents. <laughs> That's Native American joke. It is, yes, and you're part Native American. So. That's exactly right. It was like the circus fire. Exactly. It was intense. <laughs> 
Rachel Brosnahan for the morning. about the peanut we didn't do the parking night? <laughs> no. It was assaulted. Uh. <laughs> Rachel Brosnahan for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Kirsten Dunst on beho- becoming, <laughs> becoming, becoming a god. Becoming a club. Becoming a god in Central Florida. I don't know anything about that. Nope. Natasha Leone for Russian Doll and Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. Mm, uh, Russian Doll is the series that uh, is produced by uh, from Parks and Rec. From um, mm. uh, what is her name? I'm having a brain fart. Why so many you do names this? to remember. So many names. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy is the name. Is the name. Yes. Hey, can I hear? Yes. Can I hear Stallone say Fleabag? I think it would just nothing better Fleabag. Amy Poehler. I got a little feedback because I put my headphones in. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I'll see you. Little, at a comfortable distance. Little squeal. All right. So, uh, an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television. Again, these lines are going to. They're, they're, how are you? Okay. I know. Just go ahead. Uh, Caitlin Deaver for Unbelievable. It's Unbelievable. Uh, when is Unbelievable again? Uh, there's, a sexual, there's a sexual assault, I believe, and the person doesn't believe her. It's, oh, um, oh I watched a little bit of that. Tony, it? Tony Collette. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. You know what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Yes, I think I watched it too. Um, She's but, also but it goes. Krampus. <laughs> she was, wasn't she? She is. Yeah. And she plays the mother. Yeah. With Adam Scott. Can't believe she was in Krampus. All right, what, Kathy? I'm sorry. I don't. Know. All right, sorry. You're going to tell us about unbelievable. Kathy was going to observe that the director of Krampus also directed <laughs> Trick or Treat. <laughs> <laughs> and worked on the script for the first X-Men. A teenager was charged with lying about having been raped, and two female detectors detectives follow the path to the truth. Yeah. What is that new HBO series that they um, that they they were showing? Uh, the Stephen King one with Jason Bateman. Yes. Yes. Damn, that looks yes. good. Did you see the commercial for that during the Watchmen? Yeah. Uh, no, not during the Watchmen. I didn't see it, but um, man, it looks good. Uh, wait, they come to him. It looks and- unbelievable. <laughs> he denies something, or they they think they say he's. Well, they arrest me. He goes, I, yeah, I didn't kill the kid, John. Yes, yeah, yeah. something, yeah. and that's Jason Bateman. But uh, okay. but it's a Stephen King thing, so you know it's gonna, you know, yeah, it's gonna get, get weird. Yeah, be monsters. We're gonna get weird on this. Uh, bloody Roger. So, all right, back to this uh, category. Okay. Uh, Caitlin Deaver for Unbelievable, Joey King for The Act, Helen Mirren for Catherine the Great. Oh, The Act is the, is the uh, that's actually really good. That's where the, uh, it's based on the true story where the mother made the kid uh, fake that she had cancer. <gasps> yes. And, and then she, she killed, killed her. her. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the daughter killed the mother. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Merritt Weaver for Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And Michelle Williams for Fosse Verdon. Fossey Verdon is about the uh, Gwen Verdon, Bob Fossey romance. Oh, who's Fossey? Bob Fossey was uh, the director and choreographer. <laughs> okay. He was the subject of uh, All That Jazz. Ah. Which uh, was played by Roy Scheider. That's right. Act- it was an unbelievable <laughs> performance. Actress in a supporting role in a series made for television, or limited series motion picture made for television. Patricia Arquette for the act. H- uh, Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown. Tony Collette in... Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, Mary... <laughs> she was in the sixth cent. Meryl Streep for Big Little Lies. She's so good in that. And Emily Watson for Chernobyl. I only have just a couple more of these. If you've never seen Chernobyl, honestly, it's just six episodes, I believe. It is uh, so amazing, and I know it's weird. I'm fascinated by that and the 
whole story of uh, the city of Pripyat and all of that. And, uh, you know, the city of... Uh, yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, uh, the second uh, city next to Pripyat. Yeah. <laughs> I, pr- I say we do two cities, Pripyat and another one called... Exactly. Uh, so, actor in a television series drama. So, here are the, here are the best actors for TV. Brian Cox in Succession, Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones. That's the only Game of Thrones. So, do you think nomination. he perfor- he uh, he delivered a, 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 an extraordinary performance or a performance that stood out amongst the rest in that particular season? <clears throat> yeah, it's been a while since I've since it's been over, and I kind of you know got through my my Game of Thrones hangover. And yeah, I I don't remember. All right, um, it you know listen, it was the same every year as far as I'm concerned. He was Fair great. Enough. He was great. Uh, I always thought, you know, the winner of, of any season would have always been Peter Dinklage on that show. He's just he's he's absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he dominated. Uh, Tobias Menzies for The Crown. Isn't that the period? Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. You got the Menzies? <laughs> yeah. Isn't she on the Menzies? <laughs> he's Can you good. see who he is? Is he, does he play um, He was Phillip? bloody yeah. spectacular. Yeah, he's, he's Philip. Yeah. He was on a TV show, uh, TV show called Rome a few years back, and he was great in that, too. And He's yeah, a really good actor. He is, yeah. Rome was kind of a knockoff um, Spartacus-type thing. Gladiator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We just finished watching The Crown, uh, the second, or this most recent it's series. It's excellent. It's so well done. And then Billy Porter for Pose. Hmm. Billy Porter won the, I think it was the Emmy. Um, What's Pose? Pose is about the uh, the world of, uh, I guess, drag uh, queens and trans people. Okay. Uh, but uh, I don't know much more than that. I know it's a uh, well-lauded show. It's on FX, apparently. FX got some good... Well, I'm thinking FXX as well. I think they got some good programs. Which one is it? Uh, Both. Act- Actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method. Bill Hader for Barry. Ben Platt for The Politician. Paul Rudd with Living for uh, Living with Yourself. And Rami Youssef for Rami. Has anybody seen Living with Yourself yet? Yeah. I saw Rudd? a little bit of it. Any good? I, I liked it. Um, okay. If you don't like Paul Rudd, don't watch it. Uh, because it's plays, two Paul Rudds, right? himself twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How can you not uh, but like Paul Rudd? It's limited series, Preston, and it's a uh, half hour long, so you can buzz okay. all through it. All right, I might, I might dive in. I wonder one. if they're doing this more and more because I, I was watching The Mandalorian, which I really enjoy on Disney Plus, and Preston, I was kind of saying, think, why, why are these episodes 35, 40 minutes? Um, and then I'm thinking, you know what? Um, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is okay. it's 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 actually okay uh, because that's basically a commercial hour like we're used to, and yep. you and when you're binging them, yeah, <laughs> you can blow through them a lot and quicker. It, it leaves you wanting more. Yeah, yeah. I wonder and, what Sylvester and, Stallone thinks of that uh, show. Heavy. And if you they don't, got Baby Yoda. If you don't have time, yeah, uh, then that's fantastic because you yeah. can watch in in those segments. He's like adorable. Uh, actor in a limited series. <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm looking for the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Would you like hug him and kiss him and hug him and kiss him and stroke him? And... Oh, I killed him! He's <laughs> <laughs> got the force. <laughs> I think Kathy left like 20 minutes. Yeah, ago. I, I, I tried to Just say like one Just mention Big Little Eyes again. She's actually on the phone. <laughs> no, hey guys, I'm driving home. Uh-huh. He should be. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> There's nothing else to do. What was the right. one show you like watched? Kid. Yeah, you watched one of these shows. I tried. I know I tried to say something, but I, Rocky was here, so <laughs> okay. Stallone or whoever it is. <laughs> Actor in a limited. I only have two more categories. Okay. Actor in a limited series, a motion picture made for television. 
Uh, Chris Rabbit for Catch-22. Sasha Baron Cohen for The Spy. Russell Crowe for The Loudest Voice. Okay. That's uh, where he plays Roger Ailes, I think? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jared, Jared Harris for Chernobyl and Sam Rockwell for Fosse Verdon. And then the last category. Actor in a supporting role in the series, limited series or motion picture made for television. Jeez, oh, man. God, God damn. That on the, on the trophy? Yeah. Too many, too many categories. Alan Arkin for The Kaminsky Method. I adore Alan Arkin. He's phenomenal. He's By the way, Alan wonderful. Arkin was in the original movie of Catch-22. So was he? Yeah, and he was excellent. Kieran Culkin for Succession. Which I hear he's really good in. Right? He is. Uh, Andrew Scott in Fleabag. He's Wait, like go, a Fleabag. Go back to Succession, <laughs> succession. for one You're second. There's a woman <laughs> who has sex with Go ahead, Kat. No, never mind. I know I stepped on your line before. Kieran, Kieran Culkin in Succession, Kat. It's yeah. a rare thing when Kathy has something to say about these topics and yeah. you don't want to step on it. No, I have a lot to say. I just can't. Um, yeah, you can. There's a scene where he uh, releases himself all over a window in his new big office. What? Yes. I was like, what just happened? And they show that? Uh, yeah, Florida? they show him cleaning up. And oh, like, my God. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. You get all that out. Yeah. All right. It was kind of like when I was in Home Depot earlier. Yeah. I came across Coming across some things, yeah. yeah. Uh, Andrew Scott for Fleabag. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl. Man, he's really good. Mm-hmm. His character. So they, they, there's one character that is a female uh, physicist who is sort of an amalgamation of multiple people. But the character that he plays in Chernobyl is legit. And uh, a harrowing story and then a the- cautionary tale. That's why we shouldn't, each of us, own our own <laughs> nuclear reactors. Nuclear reactors, yeah. Uh, Henry Winkler for Barry. And that's the last of the uh, notable, right. notable nominations for I, Golden Globes. I think these awards now sort of serve the purpose to sort of remind you of shows you probably want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, no one, I, I could care less about actually who wins. Because there's uh, there's... So many. Well, not only do you not care so much, but you forget immediately. You know, like you do. I don't remember who won any of these things last year. We mentioned Michael Douglas earlier this morning, and, and so I remember that one. But the rest of them, I don't know what won last year or won the year before. And the the truth is, there's a lot of great content out there. So determining which one's the best of the great is kind of a, a folly. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll mention a couple of the snubs, and then we're, then we're going to have to. The take snubs break. are actually uh, the, the, one of the main stories this year. Yeah, because Watch, a lot of people. Yeah, Watchmen. Watchmen was not in there. Watchmen. Honestly, is, it's outstanding. Watchmen is a great show. Is it because it's a, it's, it's based on a comic book? They should have put it in as a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I I I think it might be tough going for some of the critics to sign on to because there's a lot going on there. Man, it's maybe. Good. Man, it is a good show. Uh, Game of Thrones only got the one uh, nomination from Kit Haring. That's right. Kit Haring. Well, the, uh, Game lot, of Thrones time has passed. Well, yeah. And there was a lot of blowback on season six or whatever this last season eight. was. Season eight, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I liked it. Uh, but then, then again, I'm not one of those. Uh, let's see. Pose, it says. But I, I, there, I read there were a couple of nominations yeah. for Pose in there. Maybe well, the, the, again, the, the, a lot of the main characters show. were overlooked. Handmaid's Tale. Didn't mm. get any nominations. That show is fantastic. Now it's a slow moving show, but it is it's compelling as hell. Uh I've not watched and I can't say the name of it, uh S Creek. I love yeah. That show. People That's, have really fallen in love with that program. It's my favorite comedy on TV right now. It's so. It, well, listen, it's it, done now, right? 
Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, the, the way yeah. that I'm watching TV, <laughs> what's done and what's not right. done. And uh, then for all that intents and purposes, the honeymooners are still on. If you like Preston, you would love it because you love Eugene Levy, you love Catherine O'Hara, and Eugene Levy's son, Dan, is just great, and he's one of the driving forces behind it. Uh, Veep uh, was also looked over. Ted Danson for The Good Place. These it's are, a funny show. It's the uh, final season for that. Yep. Uh, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, yeah. didn't get any They made such a big thing about it. I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Was there a blowback was, on it? There was a little bit uh, that I read online. Now, listen, you can find any opinion in right. any direction online. But I read a couple that were that were really critical of it, and I was like, did we watch the same movie? Yeah. I thought it was done as well as it needed to be done. All right. I thought it was very, very well done. In case you agreed with me, I right? agree with you. Yeah. Preston. <laughs> Elliot. Uh, <laughs> I also agree. <laughs> Thank Over you. here. My name? Preston Elliot. Thank you. Uh, Catherine Hahn for Mrs. Fletcher. I have not watched that yet, but I love Catherine Hahn, man. Which is, what is that, Mrs. Fletcher? She's, um, she's a housewife, I guess, who is turned on to... Some alternate lifestyle, yeah. or either that, or She's she and... runs a school for girls and a bakery. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's a life. That's yeah. a life. Oh, uh, Emma Thompson for years and years. Sterling K. Brown uh, for This Is Us. Uh, yeah, he's always uh, nominated for the awards. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes so. they do, though. They fall into these. I I don't want to say ruts, but they fall into these easy. Okay, we're just gonna. Give the award to that person again, and they've done it for years and years. Now there's just so many, uh, such a wide array of very viable nominees and winners that yep. it, it kind of looks ridiculous if you don't spread the wealth a little bit. Yep. So that's that's uh, the basics of it. I mean, that's, this is the first award ceremony that'll that'll come out of the year. That's why we spend so much time well, on it. And then then we're going to get overrun by a gazillion award show shortly after that. The Golden Globes. Has always been seen as a harbinger of what the Oscar nominations will be. Yep, January so yeah. January fifth is when that's it. And so right after the first of the year, and that'll be uh, hosted by Ricky Gervais. Which some of the funniest stuff you will ever see is his hosting of Golden Globes past. Yep, I mean he does not give a rat's ass. He doesn't. You are correct. All right, I want to give away a $50 gift certificate to Campos, who came by here today. We'll take caller number 16-215-263-WMMR, whether you prefer your cheesesteak made with ribeye chicken or vegetarian or vegan options. Wow. You're guaranteed to get the best Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia at Campos in Old City. And no matter what cheese you choose to top it with, Campos knows how to do it right. Check them out. Uh, this Deets and Watson Real Philly Deli at 2nd and Market or online at CamposDeli.com. It's an iconic place, and we'll set you up with that gift card. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a buzz right now. We're going to come back in a second. And some more stories to share from our Bizarre File when we return. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Kathy, I like this text because this came up when uh, we were doing the Golden Globe nominations and uh, Stallone was commenting yeah. constantly. It says, as great as Camp Out was, it's wonderful to have you morons back. <laughs> and, of course, we are here to uh, to be moronic <laughs> for you. Hey, uh, by the way, if you did miss it, we uh, we have the totals from Camp Out for Hunger in. 2.6 million pounds of food raised. Astonishing. Brought in by you. $200,000 as well. Massive uh, accolades to all involved the Camp Out for Hunger because it was way beyond our wildest dreams as far as the total amount. So 2.6 million pounds of food. Unbelievable. A, a, a quantum leap. <clears throat> yeah. Staggering. It is huge. 
right, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. It's brought to you by Star Restaurants. This holiday season put Star Restaurants gift cards at the top of your shopping list. Good at 39 destinations, including Budokan, The Love, and Park. You can pick one up today or visit StarGiftCards.com. That's S-T-A-R-R, GiftCards.com. Well, a video recording in a Las Vegas parking lot last week shows at least two pigeons pecking and scratching at scattered seeds on the pavement while wearing pigeon-sized Cowboy hats. Oh, pigeons wear hats? Now, they think that someone glued these oh. cowboy hats onto the pigeons' heads. It is, that is cruel, and I don't condone it. But I would have. I'd probably laugh if I saw it. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, and yes, it is. Uh, it, it's technically they they shouldn't do that, and it's uh, it could be dangerous. But it's funny looking. One hat is bright red, while the other appears to be beige or white. The original video was shot by a guy named Bobby Lee. I don't think it's the comedian we know. Wow. Uh, Lee posted the clip on Facebook Thursday, uh, but the video has really picked up steam on Twitter, uh, being watched more than 2 million times. In a video, a man's voice can be heard freaking out about the pigeons and their hats, saying, these effing birds have hats on, bro. Uh, many Twitter users were am, uh, amused by the bizarre video. Many also raised concerns about the hat-wearing pigeons, but the Nevada SPCA... Acknowledge the incident in a tweet on Sunday, adding that a local pigeon rescue group is currently trying to find the birds. Okay. Uh, that group is Lofty Hopes, a nonprofit animal rescue that focuses it's on also a stripper. pigeons. Yes. A prankster staged an elaborate proposal to his terrified girlfriend by staging a fake robbery. Uh, Raymond Giuliano got a fake armed robber to storm a store in Boston while he and his mother of three girlfriends, Chanel, cowered in the back. This is never a good idea. In the video, the couple can be seen shopping for beer from the fridges in the back of the store. The camera cuts to show the register where the fake robbery is taking place. The prank crook pulls a fake gun on the store and demands uh, on the clerk and demands that he put the cash from the register in his black duffel bag. Clerk turns to the couple and says... I just got robbed, to which the prankster, prankster replies, did you? And suddenly the actor storms back into the store shouting, back, back, back. Panic the girlfriend along with the knowing prankster run to the back. Uh, the girlfriend tries to run beyond the refrigerators along the wall, but Mr. Giuliano, not wanting to disrupt his, uh, his prank, urges her to stay on the shop floor. Before she cowers on the floor, the robber shouts, you, back there, right there. And the robber then appears to have a uh, moral battle, mumbling about providing for his children for Christmas. The actor then says, it's okay, it's okay, you're fine. I've just got to figure this out. A small squeak of fear can be heard from the girlfriend. The robber asks them if they have kids, and she replies in a terrified voice, I have three. He then asks, how old are they? And then they reply. The robber asks him if uh, she is his girlfriend, and when the, the guy says he is, the robber says, what do you mean? You're not married. I don't see a ring. And the robber then reaches into his bag and pulls out the ring box and proposes to her. Uh, they've done the guys have done stuff like this before, and making your loved one distraught. Yep, doesn't I, seem to be a good step off. I had a friend who uh, acted as though they were getting mugged in a parking garage. No. Yes. <laughs> to he, propose, and he proposed to her. Yes. Did she think it was romantic? I, you know what? I don't know. I'm friends with him, so I'm. Uh, he was like, "It was great." I'm like. Mm-hmm. Really? You sure? Yeah. An armed robber is a little intense. Yeah. After this was over, she said, I'm going to kill you. She said yes, by the way, but then yeah. she said, I'm going to kill you and said that she wanted the beer they originally came in to buy. So uh, apparently it was successful, I guess, sort of. So. Yeah. All right. 
One last story, and then we got to wrap this up. Uh, Walmart has apologized for an adults-only Christmas sweater <clears throat> that appears to <laughs> depict Santa with cocaine on its Canadian website. The retailer pulled the holiday outfit along with several other risque seasonal sweaters Saturday after they caused a stir with social media users. It's Apparently, hilarious. Apparently, the description said these sweaters So, Oh, I'm sorry. Walmart said that um, it was sold by a third-party uh, seller and does not represent Walmart's values and so on. Uh, the sweater showed Santa with three lines of a white substance along with the phrase, let it snow. And it also wrote uh, in the description, we all know how snow works. It's white powdery and the best snow comes straight from South America. <laughs> and uh, the, that's uh, bad news for jolly old St. Nick who lives far away in the North Pole. That's why Santa really likes to savor a moment when he gets his hand on some quality grade-A Colombian snow. And uh, Santa looks like he's out of his mind on drugs. It said in the, the yeah. uh, description. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you now. Let's give away our last $50 gift card to Campos. Uh, caller number 6 at 215-263-WMMR. Thanks again, Campos Deli, for bringing in food this morning and help promote all the fantastic delis in our area. Deets and Watson is featuring them in their real Philly Deli hoagie guide. Check them out. RealPhillyDeli.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Made the announcement earlier this morning. Camp out for hunger totals in 2.6 million pounds of food. Way beyond our wildest dreams. Amazing job. Everybody contributed in any way, shape, or form, whether it be bringing food or volunteering your time or encouraging others to get on board and supporting. Uh, it was just huge. Never, ever, ever guessed it would be that big. We had 1.8 million last year, 2.6 million this year. Amazing. Huge through the roof. And our top uh, business donation, of course, Subaru of America with over 730,000 <laughs> pounds of food. Uh, and we're just, you know, and the general building contractors won with Pierre in the second place. And then uh, uh, third place uh, for the largest uh, donation by a business or group was Comcast. So thanks to everybody, man. It was just a massive, massive undertaking. And uh, one that we're very proud of and happy that you're a part of. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question and give away a pair of tickets as MMR rocks this show. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, special guest Poison and Joan Jett. And the Black Card Saturday, August 15th, Citizens Bank Park. Question we'll ask was from early this morning. What does Walker, Texas Ranger tell everybody? 215-263-WMMR, okay? If you were listening earlier this morning, you might have an idea, and you should call right now. So once again, what does Walker, Texas Ranger tell everybody? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. It's brought to you this morning by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring. Earn industry top dollar. Get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at McGuff Bus What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, the prisoner who attempted to murder fellow inmate and RFK assassin Sirhan Sirhan has gotten 20 additional years added to his sentence. Stephen Maurice Miko, who is currently serving 432 years, is excited because once he hits 500, he gets an air fryer. Hey! Josh Dumal, who's almost 50, was seen squiring his very young new girlfriend, Audra Marie, around L.A. for the holidays. 24-year-old Audra is reportedly a huge Christmas fan and has already sent her wish list to Santa. Oh, my God. 
And finally, it's been just one year since Chris Zilka and Paris Hilton called off their engagement, but now he says he wants her back. Zilka says he realized that he uh, that what he let go during a recent nature walk when he came across a stump. Extra <laughs> Hollywood trash. All right, let's see who has uh, been listening and knows the answer to this question. What does Walker, Texas Ranger, tell everybody? Two one five two six three WMMR. We're gonna go to Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, sorry about you guys at work. It's all good, Mike. Do me a favor. Tell me what Walker, Texas Ranger, tells everybody. He tells everyone that they have AIDS. You are correct, yes. Walker told me I have AIDS. Yes, hang on a second, Mike. <laughs> We're going to get your information. We're going to get tickets to see this show, Motley Crue and Def Leppard, special guest Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Saturday, August 15th, Citizens Bank Park, and tickets are on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. There's a pre-sale that's actually taking place on Thursday from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., while supplies last, use the password radio in order to get that deal. Walker told me I have AIDS. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Leave it to old Walker. To That's Haley Joel Osment, by the way. Break yeah. the news. Yeah, you're right. One more time, if you would, please. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walker told me I have AIDS. There you go. Why not? You know what? Let, let, let the state trooper tell him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's, uh, the doctor's let's... around. <laughs> That's what I always thought. <laughs> so, Music News brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Whether you're watching the game or hosting friends over the holidays, score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies. Check out their gift card extravaganza promotion at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. All right. So, Chris Cornell's widow, Vicky has sued the surviving members of Soundgarden over royalties and the rights to unreleased recordings. In the lawsuit, Vicky claims the musicians are withholding hundreds of thousands of dollars in royalties owed to her and Chris's children. Mm. She claims the royalties are being withheld as part of an unlawful attempt to strong-arm Chris's estate into turning over certain audio recordings created by Chris before he passed away. Vicky claims the seven unreleased songs were solely authored by Chris, contained Chris's own vocal tracks, and were bequeathed to Chris's estate for the benefit of her and her kids. This is uh, sad uh, and yeah. ugly. Yeah, Vicky alleges that she is offered to share the recordings with Soundgarden so that they can be released in a way that respects Chris's wishes, but that the band refused. She also accuses Soundgarden guitarist Kim Thale of putting her family in harm's way. By suggesting in interviews that she is the main obstacle to the band putting out another album. Uh, Thale has said in several interviews that the band has been unable to get access to the audio files Chris was working on before his death in order to complete what would have been the group's seventh studio album. Telling Music Radar there seems to be some confusing amongst various parties as to what that would entail and how that works and who that would benefit. A letter from an attorney representing Soundgarden claims that Cornell had been working on the songs in a collaborative effort with the rest of the band and that various members are listed as co-songwriters on five of the seven recordings. The letter notes the entire band was feeling very positive about their rekindled artistic energy and creativity before Cornell took his own life in May of 2017. Now, the letter claims that any music content, instrument, or and or vocals, demos, or rough recordings stored on the hard drive 
by any or all members of Soundgarden, including any recordings containing only the performance of, of Chris Cornell intended for Soundgarden, constitutes Soundgarden partnership property. Mm. Vicky claims that Soundgarden has not produced any documents to counter her argument that the recordings are her late husband's sole and exclusive property. And she posted a lengthy statement on Instagram about the matter, saying, in part, this was not the way I would have chosen to move forward, but I will not be pushed aside for someone else's convenience or gain. I will do justice by my husband's work and memory for our children and for everything we stood for. Yes, it's getting ugly. Yes, it's very sad. Which is too bad because there's there's music that that, uh, the world would love to hear uh, that's uh, sitting there. Here's a follow-up. Several items belonging... The late Ozzy Osbourne guitarist Randy Rhodes and his family were recovered over the weekend ah. after being stolen from the Mazonia School of Music in North Hollywood, California. <clears throat> the Institute founded more than 70 years ago by Randy's mother, Dolores, where her son learned and taught guitar. A local resident named Bobby Freds- uh, Fredericks uh, says that she spotted a guitar and photos in a dumpster as she was walking her dog early Sunday morning. She initially didn't think anything of it until she later saw a report about the theft on TV. She went back to the dumpster to confirm that the items were still there while another resident called the police. Still missing, though, are the first electric guitar that Randy ever played, a Harmony Rocket from 1963, along with two horns that belonged to his late mother. So what all was recovered again? It says that uh, some photos and a guitar. Okay. Well, that's something. All three instruments and more artifacts were stolen during the Thanksgiving night burglary at the school, which also serves as an unofficial Randy Rose Museum. A few days later after that, Ozzy personally offered a $25,000 reward for the return of his late bandmate's guitar. So they got some of it back. Maybe they can find the rest of it. Coldplay has shared the music video for Everyday Life, the title track and closing cut from the British Act's recently released eighth studio album. The clip sees the quartet performing the song around the globe in locations such as uh, Ukraine, South Africa, and Morocco. Uh, The video premiered on South African community TV station uh, Soweto TV. Soweto. And is now available worldwide on YouTube. Um, Do you have the album case? I have listened to it. I keep forgetting that I have it. Um, Do you like it? I do. Okay. I do. I do. Um, It is definitely a departure from where they were going. They were... Going a little electronic-y uh, yeah. for a little bit there. Um, Is it a and, double disc? Well, I, I don't yes. have the disc. Okay. I have the digital. Double but, uh, disc. Um, I, yeah, there was like Whoa. sunrise and bear sunset. Watch. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> bear watch. Comes um, with a bear watch. Yeah, it's a double album. So uh, you're saying more acoustic sounding case, more uh, more back to the roots? Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's back to the roots, but like uh, some classical sounding things. Right. I, you know, I really only went through it one time. I need to go back through it a, a couple of more times. No way! Yeah, no, no, seriously, <laughs> a couple more times, yeah. Uh, Everyday Life became Coldplay's seventh top ten album earlier this month as the disc debuted at number seven on the Billboard uh, 200 album chart. I'm sad to say that uh, I've been listening to a little Harry Styles ever since I saw Saturday Night Live. Well, I know. Got, I have nothing to <laughs> complain about. I, I occasionally pull out the BTS. <laughs> The dumb song called Watermelon Sugar that I just, I think I listen to every single day. Wow. Yeah. You got a crush. Love it. Uh, ACDC's classic 1980 album, Back in Black, has been certified 25 times platinum by the Recording wow. Industry Association of America. That's the most platinum you can get. Uh, for U.S. shipments of 25 million copies. Uh, Black, uh, Back in Black first went platinum in Oc- October 1980. Jeez. 
had previously been certified 22 times platinum in December 2007. Uh, the RIAA, RIAA, sorry, uh, lists the LP as the fourth biggest selling album of all time. Wow. Uh, the record was originally released on July 25th, 1980. It was the band's first without lead singer Bon Scott, who died the previous February after drinking, passing out, and choking on his own vomit. Pulling off one of the um, biggest miracles in rock that you lose a main member of a band and then have the largest selling album of all time be with the replacement. Uh, the band quickly decided to carry on and enlisted Brian Johnson as the lead vocalist, a position he held until 2016. And word is they're going to get back together and make more music. Uh, back in Black made ACDC and the Superstars in the U.S. and around the world, although it never got higher than number four on the album charts. Huh. The band's next album, 1981's For Those About to Rock, We Salute You, we salute you reached number one. I remember when that album came out. It was, was like, yeah, boom. Crazy. Man. Huge when that came Crushed out. all over the glove. It did. All over the glove. And then one last story on Sunday night. Uh, on the anniversary of John Lennon's murder, U2 uh, paid homage to the slain Beatle during its first ever concert in South Korea. Huh. Well, that's where John Lennon was from. Yeah. No. While performing at uh, Seoul's uh, Gochuk Sky Dome, uh, the band paused during its 1984 classic Pride in the Name of Love with Bono telling the crowd, let's turn this concrete sky arena into a cathedral. We think about a great peacemaker we lost December 8th, 39 years ago tonight. Tonight, John... South Korea has become the church of John Lennon. He said, John Lennon. We lost John Lennon. Great peacemaker. Great soul. This band were great right... Great Caesar's ghost. <laughs> we're right outside of New York City. When we heard the news, we still feel it. Uh, Rolling Stone uh, reported later in the show, Bono sprinkled in snippets of She Loves You. Love me do, and all you need is love. Ladies and gentlemen, sigh. <laughs> Gangnam style? Yes. Oh, wow. It's going to perform Imagine. Uh, in a tribute to Lennon. He also spoke about the delicate po uh, political situation in Korea. He said, blessed are the peacemakers, the peacemakers in this great country, north and south. We pray for the peacemakers. There's a North Korea and a South Korea, but isn't there... It's about time for an Eastern and Western Korea, too. It's two positions open. <laughs> Give me a call. Well, that would be dividing. Don't you want everybody to come exactly. together? Exactly. You want to split it up into exactly. four. Yes. Yeah. The more you split it up, the more united it becomes. Oh, is that how? I'm drunk. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Didn't you hear me say Great Caesar's Ghost? I did, yeah. Right down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I came to South Korea to do a tribute to John Lennon, and everyone said, why are you doing it there? If John Lennon can be celebrated in South Korea, then, well, gosh, no I'm way. Drunk. Golly. Bear watch. <laughs> <laughs> no way. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in, uh, in music news for you this morning. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Uh, Casey, give me something to give away. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. Can you give me the Christmas yes, miracle clip, please? Oh because God. it certainly is. And it's coming up on the 19th, and we're it's doing it again. It's a Christmas miracle! Yeah! Oh, it's a Christmas miracle. It's another Christmas miracle. It's called a All Christmas right. miracle. So let's get five people who think they know a thing or two about the Preston and Steve show. Hopefully you've been listening for a long time, and you know some of our history 
and some of the questions, answers to the questions that we might be asking that morning, a week from this Thursday, Parks Casino and the Excite Center, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, wear your ugly sweater, you might win more prizes. And like I said, we'll take, uh, did I say five? I think we said we'll take five callers. 215-263-WMMR. And if you're a podcaster, mm-hmm, we have opportunities for you to wow. win that way too. So let's get you on board. We'll take a break, come back in a second, letter day for the Word of the Week prize, and we're wrapping it up when we return. Here's your shot, podcasters. We know that you know the show better than anyone. So if you would like to win a pair of tickets to the Christmas Miracle Broadcast, email your name, age, and phone number to podcast at WMMR.com. We'll be contacting the winners early next week, so don't delay. And really, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We revealed the uh, the numbers uh, earlier today, and I'll hit those one more time. Uh, and the uh, the people that won, uh, the groups, I should say, that won the incentive. So uh, for the Camp Hunger this year, total amount of food by weight, 2.6 million pounds of food in contrast to last year's 1.8 million, which we already, we already thought was ridiculous. Yes. Uh, the year before. And now 2.6 million pounds, $200,000 in money raised in cash. And uh, our live broadcast from the Presidency Show goes to Subaru of America. Live broadcast from Pierre Robert goes Ooh. to the GBCA, General Building Contractors Association. They were great. In conjunction with the Philadelphia Carpenters Union and the Carpenters Contractor Trust. And the ad schedule on MMR for the first quarter went to Comcast. So those were our biggest of the uh, group donations. And the winner of the randomly selected business or group donor to win the 36-month lease on the Xerox full-color copier print and scan system from Heritage Business Systems was Marple Newtown High School. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It, it, it could not have gone better, and I agree with you, Preston. I was expecting, okay, did we sort of hit a plateau here? Are we going to see a little bit of a jump up? Boy, yes. I was, was I wrong? I was hoping for two, but not yeah. going to be upset if we stayed at 1.8. You know, we always just want to at least hang in that range, but at some point it's got to top off. Yeah, and, and I think we... Um, Sort of going with those metered expectations every every year, and I think yeah. we also say to ourselves, no matter what we get, people are going to be fed. So it's more uh, than they had before. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. So yay, good stuff. Pierre Robert is indeed here. Hey man, good, good, good stuff. How about those numbers? Yeah. On, on how much was it last year? One point eight million pounds. This year is two point six. So a million. three million pound increase. Three no, million no, three additional million pounds. Pound three million extra pounds. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm a mathematician over here. Uh, yeah, but I, but it's one, it's over thirteen hundred tons. One thousand three hundred thirty nine tons of food. It's a trillion kilograms. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's big. Well, let's just say it's a lot of food. It is a a market increase. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean that's staggering. It is staggering. Um, yeah. Because um, is that a half a million more pounds? No. No, it's almost, it's a, almost, it's almost a, million. a full million. It's, it's about 800,000 more pounds Holy than we got the year before. Blank. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess we should do the letter of the day. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Preston and Steve <laughs> on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. He is in earth. All right, and that E will be letter number two. You need five altogether, and you can win Kathy's holiday 
gift giveaway. She loves shopping so much she did the holiday shopping for you. She has loaded up her goodie package with all kinds of stuff. Uh, sparkling wine advent calendar from GiveThemBeer.com. Uh, pound puppies, snap star doll and outfits. She got, you know, toys along with, you know, some stuff for the uh, the adults like the, uh, the jade yoga mat and towel or the love bug winter getaway package. There's a lot of stuff in this. Uh, set up. So we give that away on Friday. It's over $1,000 worth of prizes. So keep track of those letters and we will uh, have a chance to win at the end of the work week. Uh, what's coming up on your work day, sir? Well, we will have uh, workforce blocks of the police, of Dave Matthews Band, and of the Counting Crows. And it's Double Shot Tuesday, so double shots throughout the day. And also, you guys are heading out to the Xfinity store, and I believe you're going to be checking in with me. Yes. We will. Uh, so noon to two, I think we're checking in with you twice an hour, I've been Okay. Told. Second time will be to debut our barbershop quartet. I, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that because your Chattanooga choo-choo, uh, I heard you rehearsing it. And it's good, it's, isn't it? Well, it brought tears to my eyes. Thank you. Uh, so I can, uh, for uh, a six-person show, I think a Chattanooga choo-choo is, yeah. uh, for a barbershop quartet, amazing. Pardon me, boy. Yeah. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Yeah. It's not Gaga. Lady Gaga. It's La Madonna. I'm going to see Madonna tonight. Are you? Yeah. That should be wild. should be wild. She doesn't come on until 1130. That's insane. tomorrow. Did you see Cher on uh, Friday? She was at the... I saw Cher on Friday. You know, I was talking to Steve about this yesterday. On Thursday night, there was a Flyers game in that building. On Friday night, there was Cher. Then Saturday afternoon, another Flyers game. And, and Saturday night, a Sixers game. So they had four different events in 48 hours in that in that building, which is, I mean, impressive to the guys and, and girls that are working down there, you know, yeah. to, to do the turnover. But uh, but how was the Cher show? It was amazing. And you know what? What staggers me about her? It's more like a kind of like a, a Vegas review, yeah. Because uh, she sort of tells the story of her life, you know, and she does videos, and then the videos will run during costume changes. She does an early set about you know coming up, uh, and then she'll change. And there's like ten costume changes. She but early on she reveals her age. She said, uh, "Oh, you know, really?" She goes, yeah, well, you know, on my 40th birthday, and she tells a story about going on Letterman uh, when he was doing Late Night with David Letterman and calling him an a-hole. <laughs> and uh, it was a, it's a funny story. And then, uh, you know, more changes come along. Uh, and at some point she says, well, now I'm going to tell you my age. And she puts her hands in her, covers her face. She goes, I'm 73. And the crowd roars. Wow. Yeah. And then she goes, people are going, you're going to see Sherry? Is she still alive? <laughs> Can she still fit in those costumes? Oh, my God, does she fit in those costumes? You know, uh, people say she's had work done, which uh, I suspect is true, but... She looks you, good! You can't... You can't um, go on work alone. You have to take care of yourself, and clearly she does. I mean, she's dancing around with all these handsome young men and young women, and they're flying through the air in the trapeze things and uh, wig changes, and she does this great little um, duet with Sonny. They bring a screen down, and she sings. They've taken his... um, her vocals out, and she sings live to him, uh, I Got You, Babe. That's oh, awesome. that's great. A really cool moment. Love that. Uh, yeah, that's just, it was fun. And she wears the same outfit she's wearing um, that song. Um, I don't know her titles that well. If if I Could Turn Back Time. She wears that one? She wears that, very revealing. that outfit with a, with a black leather jacket, which she takes off and 
And she's got... I you mean, see her butt? Oh, yeah. Because that's like butt floss going up in, uh, in that outfit. Yeah, and she's like strutting around in heels in that wow. outfit. It, it might be slightly amended for a 73-year-old body. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but, I mean, I, you know, here's to uh, us looking that good when we're that age. Yeah, no kidding, man. And I'm 82. <laughs> well, Madonna going on at 1130, and they, they was catching some blowback because she kept moving the time later and later. No. Now they just tell you. It's that late. Yeah, she's uh, she surfs her own wave. It's always something different with her, but um, I'm just getting my goddesses in within a week, one, a seven day period of yeah. time. Yeah, nice. Man. All right, there it is. Excellent. All right, uh, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by hers, the official chip of the Preston and Steve Show. Yeah, we have an official chip. Yeah. <laughs> also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport and Wilmington University. Experience the Wilm U difference by visiting wilmu.edu. Tomorrow's Wednesday, so we'll do a little stop on Fox Good Day. And I'm looking forward to this. Actress Julie Haggerty will be on our show. You remember her from the Airplane movie? Yes. Was she in What About Bob? She was. She's the mom. I love it. And she's in this uh, this marriage story that's getting all these uh, rave reviews and Golden Glove nominations. Golden Glove nominations. All right, that's it. We are done. Ray, John, have a great day. We will see you at the new Xfinity store in Pottstown. It's at 310 Upland Square. We'll be there in uh, like an hour and 20 minutes. So uh, that's it. We are done. Ray, John, have a great day, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. This is Rebecca, your HR manager. And how are you today? Oh, how was your holiday? Oh, by the way, you're terminated. Have a nice day. Heartless corporations are run by heartless people. Next message. Just want to say, everybody, the entire WMMR team, you do a fantastic job all year long. Thank you very much. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Next message. Hey, preschool teacher. Thanks a f***ing lot. Now I gotta make Play-Doh for my kids' class, and for some reason I gotta go out to the store and buy flour when I got a one-year-old and a three-year-old at home. It's bullshit. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.